Uh, episode eight of the Dad Pod Sports Podcast. I'm Kevin on the other end. Uh, as always, Artie and John. Uh, happy New Year's, boys. Happy uh, 2023. That's right. Happy New happy, Year. Ha- happy New New Year, New Me. Yeah, there you go. New Year, New uh, Me. I will not be going to the gym, but uh, resolutions are trash. So <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, New Year's resolutions are a plot by corporate America to make people buy gym memberships. Yeah, no, it, it, right. it's a, yeah, it, it's a planet fitness ploy. I, I don't believe in it. Uh, but uh, we got what? Uh, starting off the ongoing saga of Carlos Correa and the New York Mets. Yeah, we'll start here real quick. I mean, not much has changed, but according to Ken Rosenthal today, I think it was, um, everything still points to Correa going to the Mets, uh, but the contract will, quote, be dramatically different than what they agreed upon. What was it almost about a month ago at this point, it feels like? Yeah, it's been three weeks ago, I think. So we'll see what happens. Like, does that mean less money, less years? Probably. Who knows? You can't speculate because there's literally no details about it. Right. So I'm assuming less years, less money, or you know, same. It's all about the value, annual value. So probably somewhere in the 27 mil range. You know, maybe for seven years, six years. Who knows? Whatever. Um, still, still confident he's a Met though. At the end of the day. I think so because because he could have signed with another team at this point where they could have been like yeah we'll just yeah we're, we're you're fine you know but it hasn't I think his happened. His camp has realized all right let's let's sit down and let's do what they want because this is our best chance to make you know three right. digit million hundred millions of dollars right to get your con to get to get the contract you know quote unquote you know so I mean whatever. When something happens, we'll talk about it. I mean, there's really no movement other than the contract's going to be different and everything still points to him going to Queens. So whatever. When it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, not that it's a disaster, but it's, you know, a little egg on your face for the Mets. Right. I mean, at at this point, like, whether or not he comes at this point, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can't find myself, like caring that deeply at this point it, I, I know that sounds <laughs> terrible to say but like yeah, whatever. whatever don't want to get emotionally invested Kevin I mean I, I was I was so over the moon happy for it and then it, it's like when you're a little kid and you get a toy for Christmas and the toy breaks within five days and then you're like well shit. yeah that was fun yeah <laughs> oh look the stretch Armstrong doll Pop. yeah it's it's leaking already well, look, we lost an arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too far. Like that. That. That's exactly what. Like, re- regardless, like without him, the team is still demonstrably better than it is last year. So, it's it's a piece. It's not the piece. You know what I mean? Like, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah this... I'd argue it's it's a piece that gets you from the the division series to the World Series, but it's a piece. oh, granted, but. But it's it's a it's a big piece of the puzzle, but I don't think it's the end all be all. True, agreed. Right, and then just the other thing that if this does go through or whatever, when this goes through, the Mets might be looking to move their third baseman now, Eduardo Escobar. Yes, you know he's due nine and a half million dollars next year or this year, whatever, with a club option for nine million next year. So it's essentially you're trading a one year deal. 
It's very movable, very economical. But the, my thing is, like, what is he actually worth? Maybe a bullpen arm. Take him on the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. But you, the problem is, you're not going to take him and then bench Donaldson and eat the twenty-five, thirty million that Donaldson's making. No, no, you're not. No, the, the, the modern Donaldson's going to play. The modern day Steinbrenners are not going to do that, and he's not like a super util. Escobar's not a super utility guy. No, he's, he's stuck on the bench. He, Right now, he's third base or maybe the DH on a that's you know a random day, right? You know that's that's he's pretty much a one trick pony at this point. Which listen, it worked out for the Mets last year. He played pretty, I'd say, decently well because he kind of came on in the second half of the year. The first half was kind of disastrous. Um, I nope twenty five million, no twenty one million dollars for I was Donaldson say, next year. Yeah. Twenty one, not not quite. The, no. And then a vested option, then a vested option next year for Donaldson. So, Man. whatever, we'll worry about next year. Next year, and oh, then uh, the, I guess we can call it the uh, the big news of the day is Rafael Devers uh, getting paid. Yeah, we. Serious. I guess Hein Bloom opened opened the checkbook a little bit. Finally, well. Well, it was we said it in the group chat. It was a move that had to be made, probably an overpay, but you literally lost everybody else. Yeah, like so, you, you lost out on every other option. Like your big option at this point was going to end up being Elvis Andrus, so or Eric Cosmer. So right, the like you, you had to get it done. Um, I mean, good for Rafi. He got his bag and. Ultimately, like, is he worth three hundred thirty-one million? Probably not. But is anybody? <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where there, is any is anybody? There, no. there will be people who argue it and and will come out and and play to the masses and play to the pundits and say, oh well, you know, twenty he got twenty-seven. AAV and so he's worth twenty five and you know if you extrapolate it out and da 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 right right sure but like and and inflation's a thing and twenty seven million now is not the same as twenty seven million seven years from now and blah 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 right you know true to a certain extent you know mediocre pitchers are making fifteen million dollars a year right and you know whereas. What was it? Alex Rodriguez is, you know, like 20 years ago, wasn't making that like, you know, $30 million a year for right. him was like insanity, you know, which kind outrageous. of begs the question at this point of like, if back then seven for what was it, seven for two fifty two back then was mm-hmm. astronomical. What the hell would it right. be like an A-Rod command in today's market? Four hundred dollars. Yeah, probably uh, something, and, around, uh, something around years, 400 and Ten million dollars. Yeah, probably something around Harper or Trout. Right, right. Twelve years. You know, you want twelve years. You know, if he was twenty-five years old and he was opting out and he had that that ability to opt out and that was his first contract. Harper Harper signed a thirteen three thirty. Right. So okay. So, so yeah. You know, so, so what does right. that basically tell you? So so that there's there's a question for you. Do you think Rafael Devers is worth Bryce Harper money? No. Probably not. He's, it's not Probably far not. off, but it's not. It's not correct. It's it's Fair. it's an overpay. Granted, yeah. I think Bryce Harper's a bit of an overpay, but I don't think that's 
saying much. Fair. Right. Uh, I don't. I think he's. I think he's worth it more than Devers is, but I don't uh, think it's a gross overpay. I mean, right. Trout got Trout got a twelve-year, four twenty-six five, four twenty-six point five. So, you know, <laughs> you want to talk about you, probably overpaying? How do you think he feels about that four twenty-six five right now? I mean, I'm sure he feels great because, I mean, you can be right. the best player in baseball on probably one of the perennial worst teams in baseball and still make $35 million a year. It's good work if you can get it. Yeah, it's, that's true. He secured the bag. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, right. Caught what he the did. contract's untradeable, well, even for the Mets, like that's untradeable. And he'll be in Anaheim for the rest of his life. And then, <clears throat> listen, this isn't going to turn into a moratorium on the Angels here, but they've, they have two of the best players in baseball and they literally have not, they do nothing year in and year out. So, you know, it's, he could have went anywhere else and, and he stayed. And after next year, he's going to be all alone. He's going to be all probably, alone. Otani's probably not going to stay. I mean, I don't, do you think gone. are they going to do the same thing for him? 12 years, 426? Probably not, but whatever. I speaking, would of the, speaking of the angels, uh, Wayne Randazzo is leaving the Mets radio broadcast booth for the TV voice of the angels. Good for him. Just, he's good. He's good on the radio. Just he saw that on Twitter it. as, I'm, as yeah. I'm checking the as I'm uh, keeping up abreast of what's going on everywhere else. Yeah, no, huh. he's uh, he's one of the good ones. Fair. Good uh, for him. You're going to see it, but uh, Damar Hamlin and the horrible situation that happened during that Bills versus Bengals uh, Monday night football game. So uh where were you? Did you see it? Did you see it live? So on and so forth. I I watched it live. I was watching the game, and um, you know, it was shocking a little bit. You know, at first you're like, "Oh wow, did did he just go down?" And you know, I, I that was my reaction, and I was watching it with Kristen, and you know, and then I I, I DVR went went rewound it. I'm like, "Oh yeah, he went down like a rag doll," and you know, and then you see the 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 Bengals medical staff run onto the field and you're like, that's weird. Why is that happening? And then all of a sudden you hear, you know, then it's, you know, they cut away. They said, he's down. He's not moving. Okay. okay. You know, you think concussion, head injury, you're worried, you know, okay. But they go and they cut away to a commercial and I immediately open Twitter. And the next thing you see when they come back is Joe book saying, you know, He's, you know, DeMar Hamlin's been down now for five minutes and they've been performing CPR and all of a sudden the, oh shit, this man right. could die, hits you like a ton of bricks. And it, it, the whole tone, everything about watching that change the whole, you know, your, the whole vibe of, okay, this is just a football game at this point, you know, no big deal. And life or death is now a much bigger issue now. And, you know, I hope this guy is okay. And, you know, and, and that's, that's what runs through your mind. And it's, it, it's scary. And, you know, ultimately, you know, he went, he goes down on the field, they perform CPR for, I think it was nine, nine minutes. minutes. And, and he they got, said he, he, he got, got a AED pulse, got it and yeah. an AED and he got immobilized on a stretcher and they put him on a, they put him on an ambulance on the field. I mean, that's, that's frightening, you know, and it just, you know, From- and there was, there's no way they were going to keep playing that game. And then there's the whole drama no. about the, Oh, the refs told them to warm up for five minutes. And then the coaches came back to the, the center of the field and they said no. And they all went to the locker room. And that's kind of when 
then we're just watching with bated breath um, for what was going to happen next. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's scary. It's frightening. And, you know, I'm sitting next to my wife who was an EMT when she was in college and she's, right. you know, she's telling her, she's telling me all these things. And she goes, you know, that's scary. That's hopefully there's not a lot of brain damage or the loss of oxygen to his brain. And, you know, then sure. you hear he's intubated and he's, and he's got a trachea right. trach tube and it's, right. it's just, it's, it's scary. And, um, you know, I want to also make the point that I think at every level from the media perspective at ESPN, that is that what they did should be taught in a class for the next 100 years on how to handle a yes. unfucking believable situation. And every single person handled it properly. And then they should also slap Skip Bayless's tweet on the on the textbook as what not to fucking say. And what not to right. absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. No, ESPN handled it right. Like, yeah. Once like. you realize that this was well, once you realize that this was like not something that was going to go away in five minutes. Like, you know, you've seen bad leg injuries, you've seen bad arm injuries, you know, even concussions. Like, all right, they're immobilized on the stretcher, they're off. They give you the thumbs up as they're pulling off the field. You know, they take another break, and then it's like, all right, back to you know, you're back in the huddle, and we're back to the game. Like. Once they went to the locker room, the chances of this game being resumed basically went to zero, zero. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So, right. and like you said, and, and at that point, you're just watching the coverage of the game just to get information. Right. Because, you know, they're not just going to cut away, you know, from their broadcast because that's their time. So you're just looking for updates, which honestly, there really were none because he was in the hospital and, the, you know, their priority is not getting information out there. It's trying to save the kid's life. So, right. You know, they're doing all they can to save the kid's life. And like you said, I think ESPN handled it probably just about as well as you as you could because you don't want to come off like in in this age of, you know, hot takes and jokes and, you know, not taking these conversations seriously, seriously, especially on some of these panel shows. Like they came, it was a very somber tone, but informative, like, and even like, you know, and say what honest. you want about. And you're right. Honest. And honest. Like Booger McFarland said, like on the on the, yeah, like you know, when they cut back to the, th- he said no. He was like, listen, the further the, the longer this game takes to resume, the further about football this actually becomes. Like, right. you know, if this was going to happen, they would have been back out there. It's not going to happen. Like, this isn't what it's about right now. It's about him being healthy or as healthy as can be, saving this kid's life. And I, like you said, I think they did a good job. And even the next day, for the most part, there was some. You know, very good coverage about, you know, the, you know, just very respectful, very honest and and see it like and just, you know, because usually because listen, how many times have you seen it? Like just the machine of the NFL just keeps churning forward and we don't care. Like how many injuries have there been where it's like, well, that guy's gone for the year. That guy may never play again. Well, you know, well, right. we got a game. We got a game. NFL a lot, but I think it was really right. un- unrealistic for people to expect these things to be solved in a immediate fashion, you know, in no, the way I, think, that they I think that they, if, I think that if they would have pulled him off the field, like almost like, you know, say he did collapse the way he did, but you know, didn't need CPR and was pulled off the field almost immediately. They probably would have resumed the game, but it literally took them 10 minutes to probably get his heartbeat back on the field. And that it's just not going to happen. That's that takes an emotional toll. No, granted. And like, I don't know, personally, for me, um, personally, like looking at it, like I I go back to the Ryan Clark speech that he gave. Kudos to Ryan Clark for 
being yes, he was very good as well. Very good. He was very incredibly well spoken and and incredibly good at at conveying the severity of the situation and and giving poignancy without being too overblown. Uh, but to Arthur's point, uh, you know, I also did the volunteer firefighter, still do it in DMT. Um, yeah, thank your local medical professionals, guys. Mm-hmm. They responded as quick as humanly possible. They, they, sa- right. they saved that man's life. Like right. he otherwise Not... would be dead if they weren't there yeah. and doing and good at their job. And let's let's like I want to stress this point. Nine minutes of CPR is grueling. Oh, it's exhausting. CPR, AED, DFib, it's not what TV makes it out to be. It's not what you see on like uh, Grey's Anatomy or any of these ridiculous shows. It's not a quick chest pump and a shock and you're good. The pressure that you need to apply to CPR for it to be successful requires you to break bones and sternum. So oh, you're, you're it cracking ribs. You, yeah, you're you have to crack ribs. ribs. Yeah. 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 You're you're disrupting the xiphobe process. You feel and hear the bones break underneath you. It's traumatic as hell for the people who receive it and for the people who are performing it. Not to mention how invasive and violent it is to intubate and trach somebody on the field. Like to put a breathing tube down somebody's throat is one of the most invasive and violent things you can possibly Awful. do. Awful. Right. So like without a doubt, all those people who were involved, be it from not even just the players, but from like the medical professionals, all the people who are watching the fans, like hug your loved ones today. Like seriously, take a time out to like, just be thankful for where you're at. Like this was a 24 year old kid who for all intents and purposes, on a standard tackle that he's done thousands of times in his life ended up having this major, you know, medical issue. And like, he, let's convey the severity of it enough. Like he lost his heart rate twice. He lost one at the stadium once on the way there was revived right. twice. Like your chances of survival from being revived are 5%. Like it's a miracle. This kid's even alive right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's not, and you know, and not to be dramatic, but it's, you know, he's not out of the woods yet. He's improving, and it's at this point, you know, it's you know, he's these they've lessened the oxygen that they have to give him, which right. is good. Yeah. Which is that's always the good 50, news. Okay, you know, you know, so, right. That was I think this morning they said that. So you know, they're, right. it's getting to the point where. You know, he'll probably be okay, you know, but he's not the the he's still in critical condition. Right. The prognosis is good. Um, again, uh, speaking from like a EMT standpoint, like the fact that they're able to get him stable and regulate his heart, uh, like his heart rate and his blood pressure without the need of pressors or augmentation. That's a great thing. That's a good sign. But then the fact that they had to prone him and turn him over to his stomach, that conveys the severity of the situation because now you're talking about lungs uh, fluid in his lungs so right he's not out of the woods like the whole situation is scary as hell like it not not to jump like sports but it reminded me of the christian erickson collapse during the euros a couple a couple of a year ago right you know what I mean? like, year, yeah. just the 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 instantaneous nature of w- which he fell and how quickly things went to shit and again like it's it's wild to think like 
and then people who are trashing the NFL for not calling the end, like the NFL, like the game immediately, and it, it needs to stop. Like, yeah, there, 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 there are people out there who who just want to ride the wave for when the NFL does yeah, something no, they, correctly. They they like, they ultimately got it right. They canceled. They 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 post. It they, took it took them fifteen minutes longer than maybe it should have, and that's about it. But I'll if, I'll, I'll, if, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Critique. Right. I'll let but it go. Like, it ultimately was the right decision. But you're yeah. not look, like I said to you guys in the group chat the other uh, the other night when this happened. But like, you don't prepare for this. Like, this no, is not there's a, no, this way. Is not a, I'm prepared for the situation. You react to this, and they reacted as well as they possibly could have. Like, kudos to Troy Vincent for coming out and being being getting in front of all of this and and being the face of all this essentially. And you know, reassuring everybody that they were in constant communication from the moment that man went down and the, the ambulance was out there, and there was never an intention to continue the game. They had yeah. to follow certain large crowd safety evacuation and uh, evacuation procedures before calling the game to ensure everybody got home safely. But that's the right. That's that's reason why it was the pit yeah. delay. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't us thinking about like, hey, should we continue? Should we warm up? Like the money and and all these horrible takes we're hearing the past couple of days it, that that wasn't the the skinny of it it was mostly how can we get eighty thousand people home safely and not impede the fact that we have a guy dying and we need to get the ambulance out of here to to the hospital as quick as possible too you know right. like that that's right. the reality of it um that said like i hope somebody's putting an arm around t higgins right now because survivor's guilt is real and that's going to fuck with him for a while. Like he's going to hold himself responsible for everything that's happened to Demar Hamlin right now. So I hope. And he shouldn't. Got some... He shouldn't, but it's it's natural. So I hope. Yeah, of course. There's somebody out there who's who's thinking about him and getting the proper care and the proper, you know, the hell. Uh, what Dante Jackson too? Dante Jackson grew up with him. They they right. grew up in Pittsburgh together. They played in Pittsburgh together to, and he was Dante wow. Jackson was when he went down DeMar Hamlin was the first one to be there when he had a neck injury so you could only imagine the level of care and the level of worry that that was there too so it, it's a wild situation I mean as of right now they haven't rescheduled the game Bills didn't stay they flew back as early as Tuesday morning so the game seems to be a wash there's no schedule as of yet from Roger Goodell or the league as far as when they're going to replay this. Um, yes, it does affect the playoff seating, but does that really matter right now? I'd argue it probably doesn't. Right. Probably Agreed. not. We, You know what? You got to see in regards to how it affects the seating. You got to see how this week plays out. They're going to have to play this game because seating does depend on it. You know, I mean, sure. unless unless they both like we, I think Arthur said it. Maybe they call it a tie, but I'm not really too sure how how that's gonna how that could work. Yeah, because right. you have stats too, and you have like you know, right? There's there's this whole competitive balance rules with the NFL, and the other 28 owners are going to be like 30 owners are going to be like, no, we're not we're not cool with that, you know, and it's it's. You know, for better or worse, that's what's that's what's going to happen. And I think you know, at some point, we kind of have to, you know, they'll come up with some plan that's amenable to everybody. But you know, everybody, players, players union, 
league teams, you know, are going to have to agree coaches that, you know, either they take that bye week during the Super Bowl and they just say, okay, no more bye week before the Super Bowl. No, you just know, push everything back. Media week is now not a thing. You know, it's like media week is the week, you know. I don't right. know if they'll the go week. for that. I don't know if the, the league, you know, will have to eat it and say, you know, what we'll deal with the ramifications of the lack of of money. But where is the Super Bowl being played this year? That's a great question. I think I Arizona. I think it's Arizona. It is, yeah, it is. It is Arizona. So you know it's what? Not though like Arizona's going to be involved. So, you know. Guess what? The league will still somehow make it work because you'll still have those guys somehow, some way, shape, or form make their appearances at media day. And then, you know, it'll just be a little bit shortened because everything else still happens at the Super Bowl with or without the game because you could still have the radio row and all the TV shows and all all that happens because the the coaches and the players of the two teams that are playing don't go on those shows. Right. So the only thing that you could say is, well, if someone were to – and whoever – and again, whoever makes it to the Super Bowl – you know, if they have an injury where the guy needs an extra week, he'll be able to play. Maybe that doesn't happen now because, but again, this is all speculative because they don't know what they're doing yet. They haven't said anything. Right. Maybe they keep it as it is. And I don't know. They squeeze in the game on a Monday night. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Like that, that's the, uh, I mean, ideally I hope that they are able to squeeze it in just for the hell of it. Like, like you have to like there's there's ramifications at this point that you have to go out and get these things done, if only for like the seating and all that. But there, there's also part of me that says just take the tie. Right. Just I, yeah, it matter. To me, that was my first instinctual thought. And when the game was called, I said, just the, just take make it a tie, you know. And that way, nobody's hurt, nobody's helped. You know, from a, the game doesn't have to be finished and replayed. You know, it was early enough in the game that it wasn't like there was clearly it wasn't like it was the third quarter and the Bills were up. You know, the the Bengals were up twenty eight to to three. You know, and it right. was like yeah, seven three halfway through the first quarter. Like who gives a shit? Just you know, forget it, let it go, and and move on, and just call it a tie and. It's not like these teams aren't going to the playoffs and they're, you know, it's, and if the Chiefs win this week, then the point is basically moot anyway. Teams are going to, they'll probably be with or end up where they would have ended up anyway, seeding wise. So, you know, I think they could all come to an agreement and just say, call it a tie and move on and be done. I, I absolutely agree with you. Like, there, there's have, no need. We'll get an answer probably. What's today, Wednesday? We're recording on Wednesday, probably by Friday. Yeah, I imagine they're gonna have to. They gotta say something. They gotta figure it out by this weekend. Yeah, you, they're, they're, yeah, you have no. It's not like you can play a double header, you know. Right. Yeah, you're exactly. gonna have to. At a certain point, you're gonna have to 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 inform anybody of like what the plan is. Like, there's no. I don't know, man. Like, no, you're right. No, it's... It, 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 it's the hope is that you go, you go about it, and you're able to say, "All right, look, let let's get a week 19 just for them, eliminate the Pro Bowl. It's a 
what flag football contest this year anyway it doesn't right. matter like right. just just let's get this thing over and done with but right getting getting named to the pro bowl satisfies the contract you know or incentive requirements you don't need to play you know because yeah, how many guys but... when there was a game they just turn it down anyway like yeah no thanks essentially like the that's that was going to be my argument like you're still getting paid like all these guys are still receiving their um their bonuses Bonus, or yeah they're getting their pro bowl and nomination bonuses what's the difference right so right exactly ultimately like does it matter like no no i think no. they're i think they're constantly talking to both teams like trying to figure out what works for everybody there's also Honestly. the emotion there's the emotional toll of it like right, like, of course and, and you have to be honest with that people and you have to the, the mental the mental emotion of the energy of, of having to play the game and go back there and and just at some point you're like no like you know it's it's just it's not they're not gonna want to do it they're not they're they're gonna the bills and the Bengals are both gonna barely be their heads are gonna barely be screwed on straight to play this weekend you know, like right. they're gonna be, they're, they'll, there'll be enough time for them. And hopefully the news with DeMar gets better and better. And maybe by the weekend he's awake and the tube is pulled and he's OK. And then, you know, they can emotionally invest in the game and, and, and rally around that and go play. But, you know, like at some point, like having to go back and, and you know, completely upend all of the plans and the schedules just to finish this game when calling it a tie would solve the problem, in my opinion, I think is the way to go. But I know the NFL doesn't operate that way. And I know there's, you know, the players are going to want to play. It's just a lot of players are going to say that. And the coaches are going to want to play. And the owners of both the Bengals and the Bills are going to say, no, like we, one of us want maybe, maybe the one seed, like it's our chance to win a Super Bowl. We want the advantage, you know, you don't know, you know, it's, you can't, you can't be in there. You don't know what's in their brains, you know? Right. It's unfortunate, though. Like, it's unfortunate that we've gotten to a point where we're saying, how mentally scarred are these players to be able to to go out there and actually perform? You know what I mean? Like, when that's a consideration at this point, don't put them out there, man. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like that. That's that's, that's, and that's my that's my point. I think that's the idea. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. Like, I don't think at any point like and maybe this is going to be a little bit like superlative or or bit much but you probably should have canceled the game this week like if we're being honest like no nobody in the league right now seems mentally prepared to go out and play the games right now like everybody's in a funk all all these coaches and all these teams seem to be handling it not perfectly and there's a genuine concern about, or or at least coming from these these team doctors and these players, because they're sitting down with these team doctors now and saying, what's the likelihood? Like you heard Robert Sala saying, hey, we opened it up and we had our guys talk to team doctors and field questions for 30 minutes. So like, are these guys mentally ready to go out there? Uh, after I mean, that's, seeing- a fair, that's a fair question. And I... I didn't think about that, but I think, you know, ultimately the problem is it's the Super Bowl. If it wasn't, if the Super Bowl right. wasn't what it was, then scheduling 
you know, be damned and just move. If it, also, if it wasn't this late in the year. Yeah. Like if right. If this, yeah, if you could you, you, two, you have built in bye weeks, right. Right. If this was you week know. two, week three, this is a different <clears throat> this is a different story. But yeah. now we're 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 a bit late a bit late in the game now to be able to to start right. It's, it's, see, here's here's the thing. No one really wants to say, and whatever I'll say it. Who cares? Like at some point, they're gonna have to play these games, regardless of how anyone feels. And that's the yeah, shitty part of this whole thing. And there's right. too much money in between. Right. There's too much money on the line to. to I, not I, I don't know that everybody on other teams and other organizations are. You know, I, I'm not gonna play doctor, and I'm not gonna play. You know, guesser here, but like, I'm sure they feel bad. But like, I'm sure they right. I'm sure they're not as. I'm the further away you get from it, they're not gonna be that emotionally scarred. Like, like just as an example, players. like. You know, it's like someone on the Rams, take whatever player, I'm not even going to name one, but like, is someone on the Rams so distraught that they're not going to play this week? Like, no, that's they're going to be fucked up from it right. for a few days, and then they're going to be okay, like, for the most right. part. It's the only players that are really probably going to be screwed up from this from a long period of time are players like Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and the, and the Bills, you know, and, or, and, and or to people. a slightly lesser extent, T. Higgins and right, players and the on, on the Bengals, right? And, and people, but, and people who went to college with them, and so on and so forth. Yeah, right. people connected to them, sure. But the NFL players, I mean, I think to a slightly lesser extent, I think they'll be okay to play these weeks. I'm sure. Listen, I am sure the league, the league spoke to you know said we're we're still we're as as of now we're still playing the games, and I'm sure yesterday, you know, month Tuesday and yesterday, uh, Tuesday and today. They were talking to their the players, were talking to the coaches and the owners and the GMs, and they were talking to the league and saying, like, you know, our locker room is okay. Like we've we've processed it, we're doing okay. You know, everyone's sure. kind of ready for this week and it's you know, they'll be fine and or you know, you know, because if they weren't, we would we would have heard about it at this point. We would have heard from coaches right, says, I don't know if we could do this they, right now. The, the Bills themselves held practice. They held meetings and held a walkthrough. So like right. they're getting ready for the weekend. They're gonna play. Like I don't know how, yeah, there, there's how no well way. they're gonna play, but they're gonna play. But they're gonna play. Like and again, like I said, it's the not nice thing and it's the insensitive thing, but eventually the games will go on. And I hate saying it, but there's too much money to be played and too many right. too much corporate interest to, to be accounted for. For them not right. to play this game, right? True. So, listen. We listen. At the end of the day, though, you just hope that this kid's okay. Whether he plays football ever again isn't the point. You want him to live. That's the that's the ultimately the the, the goal here. You want him to live and walk out of that hospital. Football career career be damned. You don't want him to die. And right. at the end of the day, like I said, you just want him to be okay. And walk out of there under his own power, you know, feeling good. That's that's it. That's that's the ultimate goal. Agreed. 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 So we'll put a bow on that uh, and jump into the NFL recap for the week. Uh, first game on the docket: the Cardinals against the Falcons. <clears throat> the battle of irrelevancy. Unfortunately, I mean, Riddler played good. He played well. Um, yeah, Ritter played played well. Um, he's basically auditioning for the starting job next year. So, you know, you know, he did okay. You know, big disappointment this year, Kyle Pitts. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, he I, had I, a lot of lot of hype coming into this year after his rookie campaign, and he really didn't do much. You know, I really don't have a, a thing on his numbers. I mean, I should probably pull that up before I'm, you know, condemning the kid. But <laughs> yeah, so. you know, but from fine. what I hear, he was a, he was a pretty big disappointment this year, based off of last year. So let's see, Kyle Pitts. Let's see numbers this year. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Uh, so he's hurt this year. Ten games. Yeah, he's only got three three hundred and fifty six yards and two touchdowns, as opposed to a thousand yards last year. Yeah, so, I mean, not as well as you would have hoped. Right now, keep in mind the Arizona, uh, the Atlanta's been pretty bad, so you know. Can't really expect but, too much out of him, but still. Right, but how much is it Atlanta's being bad and him regressing as a you know what I mean? Like how I feel much like the looked? Atlanta offense has been so since he's been drafted. I think it's been um it's been regressive to the point where I think, you know, some of it is the system and the coaches he played for. Some of it is the fact that just like the talent around him has been crap. And All I right, think so it's... he actually is on injured reserve. So he hasn't played since November. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Wow. Right. So, but he played week one through one through eleven and only put up three hundred yards. Yeah, I mean that's you know, you could have all the talent in the world. Right, and it's not but, good enough. Right, like you can have exactly like. You gotta have somebody throwing to you. We've always said that about receivers and tight ends now in the NFL. And you know, you, you you can't judge them too much. It's hard to judge them too much. But like I would argue somebody like you know, look at what Garrett Wilson has done with a really inconsistent quarterback play this year. And he's got over without seventy five catches for will have seventy five catches for a thousand yards. You know? Right. So, right. you know, at some point, like, those excuses only only go so far. Um, yeah, I agree enough. with that. Fair enough. Like, he – and well, it's – he was the – what? he? I mean, before he got – his buddy got wrapped up in gambling, he was the only – option there Kyle Pitts you know what I mean like no he was him? and he was probably double teamed and you know honed in on every every defensive coordinator honed in on him every game and you know so he has a so he has a torn MCL in week 11 he, you'll see him in the middle of next year <clears throat> right so he'll yeah. be back next year so again he's not the reason why Atlanta was bad you know and let's let's be honest. Look look across the field. They the Cardinals started their fourth quarterback in fourth four weeks. It's amazing. So, so you know, not for nothing. We don't need to talk about bad quarterback play. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins wasn't even active, right? Uh, it doesn't yeah, no, look like it. No, they checked out. No, the Cardinals checked out. Raiders what, six Raiders of their checked, last like, six Raiders. straight and eight of their last nine. So. Yeah, no, they're they were they were they were checked out. Cliff Kingsbury's probably on the hot seat. Now I wrote in here that JJ Watt says he's hanging it up at the end of the year, but I may be making that up. Is that true? Uh, he did say he was. He did done. say that. He yep. did say he was done. So that was that. That was his. Uh, he's on his victory, like his victory the lap. I guess swan song there. That. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, it's funny to me as you know, so he negotiated his, you know, you know, release from the Texans. Was it last year or whatever? And of all the teams, the Cardinals. Close I to, mean, close to home. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give him that. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll allow it, I guess. He, he's, I don't know. He made a home in, in Texas and he was like, oh, I want to go play for another organization, but other it was Dallas or them, basically. Mm. Dallas didn't want him, so mm. next closest state is there. It's like literally, probably just went geographically. And listen, no, two you're, years ago, you wrong. said mm, they could be good. You know, they could, I could That's get true. my ring. You yeah, know, last year the Cardinals had a better team, better shot. Fair enough. Uh, moving on, next game on the docket: Bears at the Lions. MCDC and company keep their player halves alive. Uh, listen, this game probably went as as expected. The Lions shouldn't have lost the week before, so I'll yeah, it was I'll yeah. just it so wasn't they, really they smoked they smoked the Bears and it was wasn't it was surprisingly close in the first quarter and then the second quarter they just turned it on and said nope we're out and yeah we're and done that was and that was it and they the bears didn't score another point after the first quarter that right that the defense stepped up and just you know the justin fields had more justin fields had almost twice as many rushing yards in this game as he did passing yards 132 yeah, rushing yards to 75 passing yards so i think the i think the the uh the luster has uh, come off the, of the, uh, the the I think the uh, the rose colored glasses are being taken off a little bit with Justin Fields and I still think he's a superior talent but like I think he needs some help dude he needs help yeah he needs some help yeah he needs help and he needs better we've been culture. saying it all year though like the man needs help like but like how much worse no that's no I'm not gonna say that that's not true never mind. No, no, the go, Sh- go Chicago Bears, their, their their roster is infinitely worse than a team like the the Jaguars. I was going to say the Jaguars or the Jets, even. I'll oh even no, go the, there. The, I, I would the say Jets, the but then Jets, I'm like, the no, the Jets have way better weapons. Like the Jets' offensive line is is superior. At least in the beginning of the year, it was superior, and then it was probably equal. Um, so yeah, no, yeah, but even I, still, though, you have more. You'd have a better defense, more offensive weapons. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Even quarterback play, you could probably even chalk it up as you know maybe the Bears have the edge there, but you know, no, the ba- the Bears have have nothing in terms of you know Chase Claypool is their probably their what I would have said going into the year was their most talented wide receiver. St. Brown is probably turned out to be their best, you know, receiver. Yeah, St. Brown's and, probably their top guy. Their top guy, and then, you know, with along with uh, Komet. So, you know. And don't forget, too, the, the, the Lions have this guy, Jameson Williams, who tore his ACL in the right. college championship right. game, and they pretty much babied him all year, saying, like, there's really no rush to bring him back. So he's expected to yeah, be no, a, top, really- top, and a top receiver next year. Right, like they right. they pretty much came out and said there's really no need, and we're just gonna let him come back slowly and right, get sure some reps. Like he's yeah, like no, we, we plan on using him, but when he's healthy, so you know, as they but, should. But, but but just think, but just think about this: the Lions were not dead, but like they've won seven of their last nine games, and Jared Goff has looked like a Pro Bowler. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, last last year he looked done. In the beginning of this year, he looked done, and everyone was like, you know, 
you know, Detroit got hosed for that trade, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? They're, they're a win away and some help away from clinching the playoff spot, which is absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, it's... They've, they've played beautiful football, beautiful offensive football. They've moved the ball. They have weapons all over the place. I mean, can't say enough about the Lions, man. They, they fucking they got, they got flexed into a primetime game. Yeah. When did you think? Did you think that was happening? Hell no, no. never, but, never. Because that game flexed. has serious implications, and now they're playing Sunday night football at Lambeau Field against the pack in the Green Bay. I Packers. hope to God they pull that off. I, I, well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, hey, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, no, we'll get there. Um, now the next, now the next game. Oh boy. Oh, uh. <laughs> My new favorite team, the, the Jaguars. Yeah, Kevin mentioned Kevin mentioned in the group chat that he needs a new team to root for. So this is, I guess, our uh, segment of the Jaguars and now your team. Yeah, no. Because uh, Arthur has the 49ers. I had the Panthers, which whatever. But <laughs> now you have, now you have the Jaguars. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll we'll get to why I I'm picking the Jaguars. Uh, listen, going, guys, the, the, we'll the bandwagon that. has enough room for the both of you if you want to join. I'm not, well, I have to Jag- stay with – the problem is I have to stay with the Giants until they're eliminated because I never would have thought – That's true. You have your team. Right. What am I talking right, about? I you still have, have team. my team, so I really right. can't – I was just rooting for the Panthers to be that, That's very good. competitive. To ki- to kill Tom Brady, basically, to right? Just to those. like, just to keep it interesting, because like, I would love nothing more than just chaos in a division where love a chaos. division winner is going to be un- like under five hundred. Love it, but yeah, Fair. I still have to root for the Giants because they're in the playoffs, so I can't I can't abandon them yet. No, you're right. You're right. That's fair. so. That's fair. But but honestly, though, but getting back to this game, was it? It, it was they. Why did they even show up? Like, I don't know. It was just on. On Jacksonville's great. motivated. They are it motivated. Great. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> Four straight they, wins. They're hitting, they're hitting. They're hitting their stride at the right time of the year too. Right. Trevor Lawrence looks good. Their receiving core is pretty good. Defense is decent. You know, Doug Peterson seems to be having these and guys. You know, the team looks good rushing the Look, ball. Nine carries for 108 yards is fucking efficient. That's, that's some Madden <laughs> numbers right there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, oh, he's got three carries for 200 yards. Awesome. Yeah. But this is what you hoped you would get when you drafted Etienne and when you drafted Trevor Lawrence. And when of course. You signed, when you signed Christian Kirk to one of the most ridiculous contracts of all time. like Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, all these guys. What you hope for, and it, it's worked out. Like, do I we, think they go far in these playoffs? No shot in hell. But, but, like, for all intents and purposes, like, at it, it's fun. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, it's fun. So, it's fun to sidebar, see. Sidebar. Best name for a running back: Jamichael Hasty. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that is a. That's a good. That's a good name for a fast football. It is. Player. He was and fantasy players were going nuts because he was stealing carries from NTN. I know, but NTN got his. He got. He got his. He got. Touchdown. He got his anyway. But I think everyone got theirs in that game. Let's be they honest. Were mad that he got a touchdown on you know, and they were like, yeah, yeah. no, the t- know. vulture touchdown vultures. But the Jaguars look good. Four straight wins, you know. And now they've played themselves into a, a winner take all for the division. So can't wait. Let's let's go because let's go. honestly the Titan, Titans kind of stink. So let's go. Yeah, I'd rather watch the yeah, Jaguars no, it's gonna in the be, playoffs. Are you kidding me? It's going to be a lot of fun. 
that absolutely would be a lot of fun. But and I'll definitely be locked in on that one on Sunday. The the phone, the TV, and the iPad are going to be putting in overtime. So, huh. you know, it's going to be it's going to be a big deal. Might have to bust out the second TV. Oh, wow! Second, no more picture in picture. We do second TVs in this world. That's right. What's a picture in picture? So fancy. That's right. Uh, talking about fancy, uh, Broncos <clears throat> at Chiefs. How the fuck? Like I was watching this game and I was like, I'm like Patrick, 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 stop, stop, stop fucking around, stop, stop playing games, favoring, don't stop play with your food, and just eat it, like just eat the food. You were favored by 13 and a half points at one point. Stop playing with your food, Patrick. They, they so I think the it's, win out. Jesus it's an, Christ! It's an official rule now. If the Chiefs are favored by double double digits, digits at any it. point, you can't take it. You I'm not stay away touch you, the Chiefs with if they were more than a touchdown favorite. You you now Anything more than six and a half. I'm not touching. It is now. It is like what, what during baseball season. Aaron Judge anytime home run was now is now uh, automatic betting. Anytime you see a double digit spread in the Chiefs' favor, you either stay away or you go the opposite way. And if you lose, oh well, oh well. Because yeah. the Chiefs going back to last year, and I want to say even the year before, are horrible against the spread. I I, I need to look that up right now. No, they, they were they were good in twenty in twenty twenty. They were not good in twenty twenty one, and worse this year. Yeah, no, that's they were surprisingly bad. Like this absolutely year. atrocious. They are. Oh, ATS. The Chiefs are eight and eight this year against the spread. No, I'm sorry. No, no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Where are they? Where are they? Come on. Chiefs. Oh, yeah. The Chiefs are 4-11-1 and and against yeah. the spread this year. 4-11-1 with a 13-3 and record. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. They, they are, they're a good team, but they, for some reason, they just can't. They just can't blow teams out the way they used to, even, without, even when they had Tyreek Hill, because last year was the same thing. They never could cover. I know this isn't a gambling podcast, but it's frustrating to see a 13 and a half point favorite being down to, you know, Russell Toilet Bowl Wilson. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, Why, Russell, I wipe my ass with my hand with 12, because I'm yeah, a douche. Well, it's the Toilet Russell, Bowl reference, I, you know, the 12, 12 Toilet Bowl, you know, Wilson. I here. touched like, that. Like, oh, what are man. we doing here? Oh, the man. third quarter, they're trailing by by four points. What are we doing? Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I will say, though, again, but again, though, Jarek McKinnon's out here winning fantasy football championships because he had another yes, two touchdowns. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> it's killing me, this guy. No, it's true. Because he's been their like, best receiver. Like I put, yes, he has. I did. I played a, a a Kelsey touchdown slash money line parlay. Kelsey, Kelsey can't get a touchdown against these bums. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bums. it's pretty pathetic. It's true. But meanwhile, he'll have three touchdowns against, like you know, the Bills. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, but like this guy had fifty yards and no touchdowns against one of the worst teams in football. Yeah, I mean, you're not lying. Uh, but so, Mahomes, what? Mahomes passes the 5,000 yard mark on the year. Uh, yep. It's him. No surprise. Brady and Breeze as the only QBs with multiple 5,000 yard seasons. Yeah. Which is crazy. 
he's he's your MVP this year. Like I, I think that this. Sh- <sighs> it's it's him and hurt. It's him or hurts. I don't know. Mahomes has I had a lot they of turnovers. I think to hurts because Mahomes is a Mahomes is probably a a prisoner of his own success in this case, and I think like he's not. He's not as good as he normally is. He's very, very, very good. He's not. I'll say, I'll say this. Look at what happened with the Eagles this the last two weeks without Hertz. That it's you know two straight weeks right. where they could clinch the number one overall seed, and they I mean did. they played a back and forth game against Dallas, so whatever. But this past week they didn't, they couldn't get it done. So you know, right. I, I, listen, take Mahomes away from the Chiefs, and they're not even close. But True. you know, I think. I think Hertz is the guy this year. Hertz is more valuable to his team. I mean, Hertz is more valuable in the sense that, like, he's just fresh, and that's the way that's the way the NFL operates too with these votings. Like, he's different. He's new. He's fresh. That's it. And also, let's just look at that last stat for a second. Chiefs have beaten beaten the Broncos fifteen straight times. That's insane. So yeah, so that's like what, like. What's that? Seven years of just straight dominance. It's since Peyton's been retired. God, yeah, yeah literally. Like I, that's not an exaggeration, <clears throat> right? Because yeah. that was probably the last time they were any good. Yeah, he was. He retired in what sixteen? Sure, I don't remember. More sounds less, about yeah. right. sounds sounds good to me, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Uh... Speaking of wrong. Uh, so this week like i said to you guys in the chat i left your teams to you guys because it's not the same coming from me like like i could be snarky but i don't want to be snarky i want it to be like i want the raw emotion you know so kevin by all means the floor is yours sir i typed this up because there was no better way to deliver it you You can't be disappointed when you saw it coming right yep it, and I saw it coming. I knew it was going to happen. And like, no, screw that. You can be disappointed. You absolutely can be disappointed. And screw this franchise. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, the Dolphins would look inept offensively. Of course, they'd look one-dimensional. Of course, all their play calling would be telegraphed. Of course, they'd be reduced to using Skylar Thompson as their quarterback in an decisive game. Like, of course, this would all happen. And you know why it happened? Because the franchise, from the owner to the coaching staff to, you know, the play caller to the coach is too stubborn or too inept to adequately stock the team with enough depth to compete in the event of an injury. They don't know how to deal with injuries like concussions or otherwise. Shout out to Tua. And they have a coach for all his positives, in air quotes, that hasn't developed a game plan customized to opponents. He's been rolling out the same RPO and spread that he's been running since the Niner Gang days and hoping it works. Like, that's the reality of it. Um, the big difference, though, is he doesn't have the defense in Miami to bail him out, so he's gotten exposed as being one note and not being able to be capable or able of changing his playbook to suit the needs of the game he's in. So, like, for example, we played a game a couple of weeks ago where I legit sat down and mapped out the first eight to ten plays the Dolphins would run on offense. I don't know if you guys remember that. I think Artie remembers yes, that, that we I sat do. down and mm-hmm. I mapped out and told you exactly the plays that they were going to run. And we said Tyreek Hill on a bubble screen, a draw to Rush, Raheem Mostart, mm-hmm. a slant to... You didn't call uh, him in the, the exact right order, but you even called like... like it was, yeah. I was impressed. So this game, 
what happened. They ran those exact eight motherfucking plays on the first <laughs> offensive drive. <laughs> fucking kill me. I know. Kill me. Kill I know. Me. Grow where you're planted, right? That that's that's what they tell you. You know, like change, adapt, whatever. Mike McDaniel isn't able to do that. And he got figured out late. And that's why we're on the outside in looking and needing a shit ton of help when we should be we were we were leading the effing division at one point. We were leading the division against the Bills, the Patriots, and the Jets. Fine. But still you have this ownership and parts of the fan base who are shills, absolute shills, and are going to get on their knees ready to gorgonlid the Met ball and shout outs Belgium of Mike McDaniel. And frankly, I'm over it. I'm done. And I got to the point where I said, you know what? Screw it. I need a new team to root for. So there it was. Find Kevin a team to root for. As luck would have it, John sent me a very funny gif of uh, – Sean Michaels dressed up as yeah. a Jacksonville Jaguar and yeah, just the Jacksonville super- Jaguar superimposed on his face. That's amazing. Yeah. That was and amazing. I love taking everyone. I was. I yeah, loved and, that. And you know what? And you know what? I said, "Great, I will do this because my current rooting interest is a freaking dumpster fire." At the Dolphins, Hootie the Blowfish had it right. Sometimes you're crazy. Sometimes you wonder why you're such a baby because these goddamn Miami Dolphins make you cry. Fuck the franchise. I there said it, it last week, and I've said it multiple times this year. <laughs> F this franchise. The Golfins get what they get, and they're not going to make the playoffs. They are absolutely not going to make the playoffs. And whatever. It, it's their own damn fault because they never knew how to grow as a team. They relied on the same one-note shit that they did all year, and here we are. It's Here really a shame because at some at one point this year, it was like, wow, this team could really be a, f- a force in the AFC because it looked like they were hitting on all cylinders. And then Tua got one of the concussions and it kind of just went downhill. One. Isn't that sad, though? One of the concussions? Like, oh, well, that's, yeah, listen, that's how you have to refer yeah, to it now. Yeah, well, I'd say the first one, but like, you know, I mean, listen, Bridgewater getting what his had a dislocated thumb or dislocated finger or something like it's freak. It's a freak. It's nature. Like they didn't want Skylar Thompson in this game, but like that's the NFL. But of course, when it matters most, you're reduced to your third string quarterback. And if, like, like you said, of course, you know, they built up so much, they built up some, uh, some equity and now they gave it all away. So now they're pretty much on the outside looking in like, you know, yeah, you're not wrong, man. And it's, mm. I don't know, man. Like I, I had such high, like choking aside, I had such high hopes for this team. And like a lot of people did, a lot of people going into this year did because they traded for Tyreek Hill and extended him. They drafted Jalen Waddle. So you have good weapons on offense Tua looked to be playing well defense, you know, okay. But they were winning games early this year, and it's like, wow, the Dolphins are really high-powered offense. They could really make, maybe make a maybe make a run at this thing. And then you had the the draft pick being forfeited, so they don't have a first-round pick this year. Um, then you had Tua getting you know his brain mashed in fifteen times this year, and just like you said, the coach is just basically telegraphing what plays you can run, like you know Madden off tackle. Madden off tackle, you know, street, you know, street, <laughs> right. Four yeah. verticals, you know, whatever. Oh my God. You know, and, halfback and, wheel. 
uh, honestly, that probably would have been a better usage of our time than Mike McDaniel's playbook. Honestly, <laughs> you probably could have gotten the same amount of yards. Why is he so bad? Like, let's put it to the test. <laughs> I don't know. You whatever. Know what? One day I'm going to sit down and I'm going to legit go on Madden and I'm going to run. I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to do this. I'm going to run Mike McDaniel's playbook, the same eight plays, and just yeah, see what happens. And, and just and just see what happens on like put it on, put it on all Madden and see what happens. Right, and see what ha- and see if I run those same eight plays, nine plays in a series, what the results are going to be. And I guarantee you, I go four and out. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's I'd, I'd be interested to watch that. Yeah, I'd like to watch that. Let's let's record that. I'm down. Let's do it. Listen, but... I just I I feel your pain with that because you it's not like the team was bad and then got good and then just didn't make it. Like they started out hot. They did. And then just week after week it's just like what now? Like I was surprised quarter- when the Jets beat them early in the year. I was like, "Oh wow, really? Like that they beat a good team." Like that's right. That's and like, oh, all right. So, all right. So Miami stubbed their toe a little bit. Okay. But they, then they responded the next week and then it's like, but what happened? And then you look at, then you, you know, you peel it back and Fucking the QB game. had his, had his brain scrambled. The, 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 the coach probably thinks he's better than he is or smarter than every, everyone else. And this is what Martin happens. And also, God, that and also he, sh- when he wore that shirt at practice a couple weeks ago, like, um, Strutting to the music. Yeah, like I want yep. to be like, dude, you're a douche. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't put yep. the target on your back. Like, you're See, not. The See, here's the thing with that, and no one really, t- no one talks about this. When you're winning, no one cares about that stuff. When you're losing, it just looks That's so bad. Right, yep. everything looks so bad. Like, like I'm, I'm, this is totally off off subject, but like when the Mets opened City Field in 2009, they were a bad team because they had a lot of injuries. That year, As the year went on, they got worse because they had a lot of injuries to their, you know, basically the core of that team. And what happened? The discussion became not about the Mets, but how lacking of Met history City Field had. But if that team was winning, no one would care. So right. since this team now is falling apart and probably not going to make it, they're, you're picking apart Every little thing, every little detail, the shirt, the music, like, you know, winning just cures, winning cures all the problems. And that's really, that's really it. Win your games and you don't have anything to worry about. You know, you could, the coach could be a goofball. Why did Belichick get away with being pretty much a a douche for his whole career? Because he won 12 games a year and, and won five or six Super Bowls. Right. Right, he was allowed to get away. You're with not it. wrong. And and yeah, honestly, how much does he prob- and honestly, how much does he love probably sticking it to the Dolphins right now? Infinitely, <laughs> because the Patriots have had their issues with the Dolphins. I mean, that's more in Miami, but let's be honest, he that's his one like, you know, sticking oh. point where they haven't played well against the Dolphins. Yeah, I well, you know he's still sleeping pretty well at night with all those Super Bowls, you know. Oh, oh yeah. listen, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's not. You know, sweating it. But, but again, though, like, but he just he probably knocked another AFC East team out. 
So, you know, you can't tell me he doesn't have a little smirk. Well, he loves it. Yeah, no. It would only be more if it was the Jets. Huh. Uh, always always going to bring it back Sorry. to the Jets. Uh, listen, he resigned, he resigned no, as right. HC of the NYJ, so oh, he's going to stick it to them at on a cocktail napkin. There are people that do who do realize that there are people that like still go to therapy over that. Like I'm sure they to, do to this to this day. I still curse Deshaun Jackson for returning a punt against the Giants. So yeah, oh, man, I, I know was, exactly. That was I have awful. PTSD. I have PTSD. I watched that game. So, live. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Oh, I, I sat in the dark for like four hours after that happened. What is, was your date? Is your name Dave Rothenberg? Like what? I, it's true. I did. I was just. I didn't know what to do. I was just like they had. They they led that game by like six hundred points and they blew it. But whatever. Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> Speaking of the Giants. Speaking of the Giants. Yes. Listen. Listen. Wrote it last week. If they win, they're in. That's it. They came out pretty much. They trailed three nothing, and then they never looked back. So. I have to say, I'm, I'm exactly, and I, and I have to say, I have to give credit to the coaching staff because all week they were like, "Listen, this is just another game. We have to prepare for it like any other game. You know, we have to be focused week in and week out. It doesn't matter what's at stake here." And you know what? They did it. They came out. Daniel Jones probably played his best game as a Giant. Probably, definitely. He's probably going to be best game I mean, as a Giant. Not, probably never. It doesn't really matter, but he's probably going to be NFC Player of the Week. Two touch, who, two throwing, two rushing touchdowns. He was just who, a fucking beast. Who would have thought? Who would have thought Daniel Jones, Player of the Week? I right. mean, you know, you're you're absolutely right. But God, damn. it goes to it goes to show you what a good coaching staff can do. And see, here's the other thing too. And I've said this before about quarterbacks: when you draft the quarterback, you have to tailor the offense to what they like to do. Absolutely. So, and when we talk That's about my the Jets, gripe. That's my biggest. When we talk about the Jets, Jets. L- later on, we could talk about how the coaching staff does not tailor the offense towards him. The John Dayball and Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator, have tailored the offense to doing what he's comfortable doing. He could he has pocket presence because he's made some good throws, but he also can improvise and throw on the run. He's he's become vastly improved, and they're probably going to sign him to not some ten year contract, but probably a three or four year deal. Yeah, he's, he's your quarterback yeah. for the you next. Have to bring him back. Years. You can't Solid. let him go. No, you can't you let him, him go. You bring him back for the next two years, like you know, until uh, until you get proven otherwise. Daniel Jones is your. He's he's good enough to win you a playoff game, and right now that's oh, he should vastly. Be. He should be. He should be. He's. I'm not saying three. I'm saying a playoff game. You know, listen. How many times do we look at Eli Manning and go, you know, he's so inconsistent. He's so. You know, he's so vanilla. He's not Peyton. He's this, he's that. Like, he has a good game and he has a bad game and he's a statue and he does, he's not mobile and is, you know, he's got shortcomings, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, playoffs happen and playoff Eli came out. It's the same fucking thing. Like, we don't know if that, that could be Daniel Jones. All of a sudden, the, the tensions are high with, with right. the games and all of a sudden, it's a, it's a completely different animal. We don't know. But, we don't. And, why, and why can't it be? Why can't he come out? And be like that, you know. I'm not why can't he? On it. I'm not betting on it, but it could happen. Could happen for sure. But, but you know what, though, right now they're lined up to play the Vikings, and the way they played them the last time, it's very possible oh, that they, based on Kirk Cousins' uh, 
not so good reputation in primetime games or big playoff games, it's a very winnable game. Listen, they lost on a 61 yard field goal. So yeah, they, 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 that's imminently it should, winnable. It, it, it's a very winnable game as long as they, again, they do the same things that they did. Uh, listen, there's not much more to say. They came out and they handled their business. The Colts have lost six straight and nine of 10. They were a reeling team. You have to beat who's on your schedule. They, they went out and beat a bad team. And they scored and, finally. And, they scored 30 points for the first time since 2019. So, hooray. That's true. I, I don't want to be a cave on Thibodeau apologist, but like, can we fucking chill about that touch, uh, that sack celebration? Like, the dude <laughs> didn't realize he got hurt. He fucking, like, what do you, what do you think? He sat there and said, Oh, I hurt him and he's injured. Let me fucking be a dick. Come on. The only thing the only thing I'll say to that is I agree with you, but then he continued the celebration up on the sideline after you see what's going on. Yeah. So that maybe that was a little that was a little taste. Yeah, maybe that's a little tasteless. Maybe. But but I agree, like, can we just move on? Yeah, like and Jeff Saturday should keep his mouth shut, like at this point. Right. You have like you have a job that you probably shouldn't have. Like I understand you're standing up for your guys, but the other thing too that was very telling is, you know, the, the first who's the first people that defend the quarterback, the offensive line. They didn't even come over and say anything. Nobody no. said it. Mm-hmm. Nobody said a word. damn thing. You know, Eli May uh, I'm sorry, Eli Manning. Uh Daniel Jones took a forearm shiver to the head and half the team rushed over there to the sideline where he was. Right. So that's their, that's their guy. Right. So that tells you all you need to know about that what locker room has who's back. Right. So oh, like Ryan. I said, like I said, just to put a bow on this, Giants came out, clinched the playoff spot. They didn't wait for any help. They just did what they had to do. And you know what? Let's go. See what happens in the playoffs. It's house money at this point. They're the third NFC East team to clinch the playoffs, Dallas, Philly, and now the Giants. Crazy. Uh, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have guessed that. Because yeah, last year, the, the division was was pretty much ass. <laughs> Still was ass. It was cheeks. Yes, it was. It was definitely cheeks. But... It's just good. It's good ass this year. <laughs> yeah, it's but now it, it, we'll talk about we'll talk about this when we preview the game or whatever. But now the Giants are locked into the sixth seed. If they win, they can't move up. If they lose, they can't move down. So, big debate on whether they play or not, or whether they Probably. play their starters or not. Eh, so we'll talk you, about it later. Him, but you, you'll see them for half, my guess. But yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Let's move on to a wet loaf of bread that wasn't a wet loaf of bread. It was nice and toasty. The garden, the gardener Minshew's. So I know you did, and I'm sorry. I just I thought that the Eagles would just be like, "Can we just get this done?" Uh, and yeah, I guess they could. They still Ooh. feel that way, but I'm know. sure they do. <laughs> to, Can to we go fair, to the playoffs, please? This was the this was the one where we became very. It became very very apparent how much Jalen Hurts means to the. Eagles like thousand real quick. Now yeah, that really gives the meaning of the MVP. Now, will he he is likely to play in the final week against the Giants right now? He's likely it, it's all about, I think, because his injury is what on his off non-throwing shoulder, right? Right. Right. So it's all about, about pain management. Now, do you risk further injury? Because here's like here's the thing. Everyone thought that this was going to be flip-flop, that the Eagles would have everything locked up and the Giants would be coming into this game needing this game. It's the opposite way. So, like, you know Philly's going to play their starters. Like, they need this game. Do do the Giants bowl? Do the Giants play spoiler for shits and giggles? Like, no. They're going to be responsible, I would imagine. 
Well, you know what's funny about this whole thing is the Giants needed the Eagles to play spoiler two years ago, and the Eagles yeah, laid that's down. True. That's true. Now, so here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, this if they lay down, it only helps the Eagles, but just jumping ahead to the clinching scenarios, if the Eagles win the game, they clinch. If the tire beat the Giants, they clinch the first round by and the division. But right. if they lose, it's wide open. Right. It's Dallas wide open. Still get it. The 49ers are, are active the now. Niners are, yeah. Vikings, I think, still there's they're still no Vikings are out. Vikings of it. are out, right? That's right. That's right. They lost. But the four, but the 49ers can clinch it if they win and the Eagles lose. Like you know, it, a lot of weird, a lot of weird things can happen with with a with an Eagles loss. So they're going to be playing this. They're going to be playing hard. Right. They they have to play. They have to win this. That not that they have to, but they're going to play to win the game no matter what. Right. But they they want you. Why would you want to play an extra game in the playoffs? You don't. Like, you want that first round by. You want to be in the divisional round. You you want to be two wins away from a Super Bowl. Right. You don't want to be three. Right. You don't yeah, want the you, know, you want you know, the week yeah, off. Can, no, you too. You too. You know, you you want that week off so this way you can rest Jalen Hurts. He gets a bye week. He could go, you know, go on vacation and just rehab his arm or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be playing. You don't want to play. You know, a road game. You know, with Jalen Hurts less than a hundred percent after this no. season that they had, that would be a huge disappointment that would, that if they would lost. Be insane. That would be that would be a joke. No, he needs, so he needs just that for, game to heal up. You're right. You're right. Right. They they need that bye week. So yeah. I, it's like yeah. I said, it's this. Then, it's, on, it's, I mean, the, the Saint. I mean, we, you know, we haven't even talked about the Saints yet. Like, what the fuck? Like, where was this team all year? Right, they, third straight win, and they, they've made a run, and they only got knocked out because they were just so far behind because Green Bay beating the Vikings knocked them out. Right. right. But, but, but know, before that, was, they'd, still, they'd still be alive. Right. Know? Yeah, they would be, which yeah. is nuts. Which that, is crazy. Which is crazy. But I think this what? was more about the Eagles for the second straight week not being able to get the job done. Agreed. I, I think that they – they had every opportunity now two straight weeks to lock this up. They failed to, and I don't even want to say that it's just that they've overlooked opponents or anything like that. I don't think that that's the case. At this no, point. they they played Dallas hard. It just came down to turnovers in the last two turnovers in five minutes. Like yeah, and it was it was they, a fluke. It was a fluky game at that point. Right, and then this game they just got outplayed. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, they were never they were never really in it. I guess you could say. Yeah, I I'll agree with that. Like they, they yeah. were never yeah. they were never truly in the game yeah. to <laughs> Yeah. That's fair yeah. That's I just, it's, it's that's the that's the you know, that's the noise you make. It's like, yeah, you're right, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. 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 No, but but you... <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it, it's, it's truth though. Like I, I I don't want to be too harsh on it, but like the Eagles have fallen short and like Minshew had that offense rolling and had them looking decent. But at the same time, like it feels like they got overconfident in their position. Like they're like, we have this wrapped up. We can just roll into the playoffs. We know what we got to do. And they didn't account for 
to Cowboys coming out and saying we need this game. Like they, I don't want to say it mean more to them, but it seems that way. Like, yeah, I, I, that's not an unfair assessment. And also, listen, you know, I think we can all safely say Gardner Minshew, he's he's great, he's cool, but like he ain't the guy. You know, like no, he's he's the cool hippie, but like he's not he's not the guy. He's not the answer at quarterback, you know, for your, your franchise. You could do a lot worse people, than him, but you could do a lot better. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. That's that's fair. You could do better. You could know? do better. There's always I just, room I, for you know, and I want these people, these reports are that should the Jets go after Minshew? And I'm like, no, like <sighs> no, they shouldn't. Like, please stop talking about that. Please that's not a thing. Uh, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to look at the box score of this game to see like how close this game actually might have been. I'm just I'm trying no. to look here. Yeah. The answer is no. It, it really wasn't. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm, I'm, you know, like sometimes I want to make sure I'm like actually know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Like, you know that's what fair. I'm saying? Like, I don't just want to sound like a moron. Like, just trying to think. Like, yeah, the, the Eagles were never really. In, not that they weren't in it, but they were never really in the game. Like they, they, they had a they, they had never a really sh- threatened. They pushed they pushed them in the, the third quarter. But like yeah. they came they got back they into down the thir- game. They were, they were down 13. thirteen nothing going into halftime. So right, and they so were they, down thirteen ten going know. into the fourth quarter, but like it was kind of a back and forth like defensive stalwart, like in a slash inept offense like game. It was it was one of right. those like is this great defense or shit offense? And the answer is yes. Like it was, it, yeah. was, it was yes. So it was, it kind of was a combination of all that. And um, yeah, the no, answer I, I, is I yes. Answer, yeah, yes. The answer is absolutely. So that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Commander. Uh, uh, that's fair. Uh, moving on from that. Uh, another sorry, dumpster John. fire. Uh, another sorry, dumpster John. fire. What? Uh, listen, somebody. I really was hoping. South. Yeah, I was really hoping for this one, but I don't know. Something's scaring me now because Brady's finally deciding to like, oh my god, football again. Like four hundred and thirty-two yards, three touchdowns. Like, dude, really? Fuck you. Three touchdowns to Mike Evans of like seven hundred yards each. Like, yeah, you know what are we doing here? He Guarantee you, every, everybody in everybody in every fantasy league had Mike Evans stashed on their bench this week. Oh, yeah, like like I championships. said, he started his rotation of testosterone replacement therapy and HGH again. Right I, was, I, was, I, I was texting in our group chat that I said, you know, Brady doesn't look like he's a fucking ghost anymore. Like he doesn't look great like his old self, but he doesn't look like he's a, like somebody sucked the soul out of his face. And he's like, you know, he's yeah. skin and bones. Like he, he looks like he's a new man compared to where he was three months ago. And um, I would be, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be real pissed if they go into the playoffs and they win it. Like he's got to be knocked out in the first round. I'm sorry. This team is not good. They like, and I know he's Tom Brady, but like, no, we we cannot he cannot elevate another team to a run of the I don't want to see that I can't I'm gonna fucking vomit if I see him win a playoff game I'm no please no please God I mean, no. I I agree but <clears throat> Bucks are race double digit lead or double digit deficit rather uh in route to the second straight title 
Evans had those 10 catches for 207. And it was 63, 57, and 30 on those three touchdown catches. But so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we're in no, danger. Listen, they filled, they filled <laughs> that, the stat sheet. The reality of it. Yeah. They, they filled the stat sheet. They played. They played. They, they came back. You know, they didn't. There was It was not a defensive, you know, stalwart. You know, they were down 14, 10 at half, you know, and they. They they had to come before, they had to come back you know a couple of times basically in this game to to win and it was I mean good for Brady you know he outplayed <clears throat> fucking Sam Darnold Sam Darnold had himself a good game three forty three touchdowns and a pick like you know that you know that's probably about as good as you to get out of Sam Darnold so you know what they they played well they just came up short you know. Listen, if the Bucks were even half as good as they were supposed to be, this wouldn't even be a conversation. No, the Bucks should but, have three. The Bucks should have like three more wins right now. Right, I agree, but you know what? Sure. They don't. They don't, and they right. closed chaos in the division. And the Panthers were pretty hot coming into this game, so I was just, you know, it's one of those bet with your heart kind of things where, like, I really hope the Panthers pull this one out just because it's the better story. Agreed, but Agreed. it's just a better story. They're they're going to be good next year, though. That, I think that so. Will be fun. I I hope so. <laughs> well, yeah. Depends on who they bring in as coach. You know, if they bring if well, that's that's higher Jim they Harbaugh. Hire, oh boy. Yeah, reports of Jim Harbaugh coming back to the NFL. There's always there's always reports of him coming back everywhere. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, cool. I, I'm not a, I'm not a Jim Harbaugh fan, so I don't think he's actually very good at coaching football. <laughs> like actually coaching football, like I think he's a good, he's good he's yelling a personality. At yeah, he's he's a force of nature because he's just so fucking weird <laughs> and like, yeah, but like people people gravitate towards him as a human. But he's not actually a good football coach. Like he's not. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll go with that. But I mean, designer I of of plays, sure. Executor of coaching, no. Fair. No, I agree. I, listen, I, I say this all the time. I mean, listen, I think the last two years in a row they've beaten Ohio State, Michigan has, but, you know, before that he was like 0-6. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. let's stop talking about how great he is before he can beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. My man can recruit. Yes. But... Right, exactly. Yes, he can recruit, but after that, eh. I, I'll agree with that. There's, there's a uh... – there's a precipitous decline, to put it nicely, from recruiting to actual exits and O's. But if that's who they get, I mean, who else is really out there? You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to get Sean Payton, you know? No, Sean Payton doesn't. I don't think Sean Payton's coming back to coach. I think he's done. I, if he I does, wish he wasn't, but he's done. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe in Dallas. Um, maybe McCarthy's out if the Cowboys fall flat on their face again. I mean, if anybody's going to make that move, it's definitely going to be Jerry. But stranger shit has happened, you know? It's Jerry's world. We're just Uh, living in it. Yeah. Well, you know, he's... Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Browns at the Commanders. Carson Wentz got the start, and it went to hell in handbasket. Yep. He's uh, he's probably done as as a quarterback in this league. I think it's a fair assessment. I, I would, think, yeah, I would, I would think that's a fair assessment. I don't I think, think he's done that, at this point. I don't think that there's anything else you can really like expect from him at this point. Like you know what he is, you know what I mean? Like 
You know, he's going to throw like four or five bad picks. You know, he's going to. Like, Back you know, breaking what... game losing picks. Right. Know? Right. Like, you know who he is. So. I don't know. Personally, are we talking about Car- are we talking about the Carson Wentz show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are talking about the Carson Wentz show. Oh, oh, how Ron Rivera thought that was going to spark his team when all Ty- Taylor Heineke has done is keep his team in games all year long. I don't know what. I... Like why? Uh, I don't know because 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 he's another one. Ron Rivera is not actually that great of a coach. Riverboat Ron. Well, Riverboat you know what? Ron. You came up. You came up fucking snake eyes, asshole. Like so, <laughs> so, so the only thing we can say about this is that like Deshaun Watson was grossly efficient in this game, and yes. but like, I mean, the Browns didn't really have to do too much to win the game, and he didn't. He threw eighteen passes and completed half of them, and but but out That's of nine it. passes, three of them were for a touchdown. So like, well, there you go. Okay, That's like, all you need. You know, he threw three passes to Amari Cooper for 105 yards and two touchdowns. That's more Madden numbers. That, you know, <laughs> like, all right, that's cool. You know, and yeah, what, what it just—it was a weird game. Off, what pisses me off about this is apparently Ron Rivera didn't know that he could be boxed, that <sighs> they could be knocked out. Supposedly, you know, but that's the go, biggest load of shit I've heard. Go, in a while. I'm gonna be honest with you. Going back to the Giants for a second, Dable said the same thing in the post game after the Colts game where he's like, Oh, we're locked into like, we can't, we can't move, move up or down. down. And I, I was like, how do you not know that? Cause like either they're I mean, fucking twisting us all and they're playing, they're fucking laughing at us behind the scenes or they literally just don't give a shit. And they like, they're, 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 you know, I guess caveman, it's caveman football. Like they're going to just play football. Like, I guess it's one of those things where like, unless you know, you're a top team in the league. Like if you're fighting for a wild card, it's just like, just win the games you need to win. Maybe it is that way. Maybe, maybe they don't know, but I just find that hard to believe how like no one on the coaching staff is like, all right, listen, we win this game. We're locked into six, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I just, uh, I, I don't get Cause that. They take, Cause they literally just take it like, like very like simple, I think. I don't think they look very deeply into these things. I Maybe you know what? You're probably right. You're probably they right. go. We just have to win the game because we still have a chance. Okay, cool. They don't go any deeper. Yeah, maybe you're right. I just I just find it hard to believe that the NFL coaches who literally sleep at the facility, you know, six days a week, don't like right, right. That don't exactly have what I was gonna say. Like don't have how, something like in there, like a post-it note from like, you know, the team's assistant to the assistant water boy. Like, by the way, if we win this week, we're the six, six seed, no matter what. I, I don't know. Right. Like, it, it doesn't make that sense. That should be like in the meeting. But... Like that should be a meeting, a bullet point at the meeting. Like, hey, right, just for the coaching staff, like not even right, for the, the team, like just meeting. like, you know, you, you have your staff meetings where we're like, all right, we win this week. We're the six seed. We're locked in like. You know, but again, you maybe you're think, right. And you they don't think about that. They just think like, listen, if we win, we clinch, we clinch a spot. We're in the dance. Whatever happens in week 18, we'll worry about that after the game. And we'll talk about it when we game plan. Maybe you're right. So that's, that's the only thing I can think of, you know, honestly. You know what, Arthur? You're right. I'm just going to go with it. You're right. New right. year, new me. I'm going to be very agreeable. You're, wow. you're, hey. you're, you're right. Why not? You know what? Because I get to because for the next two games, you get to talk. You get to talk glowingly about your adopted team, and then you get to shit on your rooting team. 
So like, <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm letting you have it. I want you to I want you to I'm trying to build you up to talk positively, just to knock you down to, to talk about the the Jets. That is very fair. It, it's gonna hurt in a little bit here, so you might as well have your moment. Um. <laughs> bang bang. Obviously, of course. You, you, yeah, of course. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't course. start any sentence without the word "bang, bang, bang, bang." But no, um, as you should. I mean, as I mean you, listen, as you do. Yeah. I mean, as 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 one does. Um, I, I had I had red zone on. This game was in in fucking insane. This game was awesome to watch. Not gonna lie, it was. It was. Um, it was. It was cool. Um, closer than it should have been. Stidham, you y- you actually might have your quarterback. He's he's in that's camp. That's what I was gonna. That's what he's in camp is for he, the Raiders. I'm not. I'm not he, saying he's your starter in 2023. Right, yeah. but he no. could. But he could. Uh, he could. What do you call it? No, but he, he, he definitely looks, be something. He looks like a prototypical tall, big, stocky. You know, looks like he got. He has the look. He has the throw. He has the arm. He has the talent. He was, you know, he's not, he's got it. He's got, I don't, I just watched him and I go, mm, he's got, he's got it. Whatever it is, he has a little bit of it. So I think whatever he's, he's, it, whatever yeah, it, baby, the it factor, he's got, it. he's got the, he's got the look. Um, So I think, you know, I think he's competing for the starting job in camp. Um, whatever Devonte Adams says, like, I'm going to, I want to be involved on those decisions. God bless you, Devonte Adams. Um, you know, I mean, listen, I think, I think this was Brock Purdy's not his best game, obviously so far, um, not a bad game, but he played okay. He played well enough to win. Um, I think you finally saw like, not finally, but you had a really good, the running game played very well. CMC looked real good. Um, you know, it was a back and forth fucking slugfest. The whole thing. It was awesome. It was good to watch. And, you know, what's I think you could say the fact that I think the defense was exposed a little bit. And I think that's my worry is after a game like this is a is I guess they just weren't ready for somebody with Stidham's skill set to really, you know, do what he did. And it's not like, you know, you know, I'm not sitting there and saying like, you know, he ran rough shot all, all over them, but he, you know, he didn't, he, he, he had key moments. He rushed and got first downs and, and extended plays and, you know, moved around the pocket a lot better than, than Carr does. And, um, you know, it's not like Josh Jacobs had himself like a phenomenal game by any stretch, but you know, he just, he kept slinging it. It was just, it was like, okay, like we're going to play this game. But ultimately, you know, in overtime and the game ended, you know, on a defensive play and that's, you know, basically on a defensive. Okay. And then you, San Francisco does enough. They squeak out, they, they kick the field goal and they go home and they get, they, they get to 12 and four. I mean, that's that, that, that was the game that was closer than it should have been, but it, you know what? You, you throw out the def- the tape on the defense and you say, play better, assholes, next time. Don't take for granted this game. I think they took the, the Raiders for granted. Like, all oh, cars not playing. They're quitting. Don't underestimate the lack of tape on this kid. You know, right. play play your hardest at all times. Yeah, you know, I And think, like you said, at, at the yeah. end of the day, it came down to that final play where Bosa pressured Stidham through the pick. And then you kick the field goal and go home. Like you, go you said, home, right. That's, they did just enough to win the game. And, and that's, 
that's really it at the end of the day. And and the offense looked. Listen, the offense is good enough to 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 fucking go in a shootout with anybody, and the defense is the talent to keep it to opponent under seventeen points at any and on any given week. Um, but they're not like the most consistent team. They're not winning every game forty to ten. So you know. They're 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 gettable. This game shows that you know if they aren't locked in and focused, they're gettable. But I think, you know, it's you know it's week seventeen. It's it's week seventeen of eighteen. You know they're fucking exhausted. They're in the playoffs. They're locked into at least the two seed at this point. I think. I don't think they could. I don't think if they lose next. No, week, if they win next week, Derek, they clinch the second seed. Okay, so they're 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 at worst a three seed. Right. At worst, yes. At worst, the three seed, possibly the one seed. They're going to be a little more locked in, I think, this week. You know, but they're in the playoffs. They're in the top three seeds. They know they're going to probably, you know, they're going to be locked in, if not this week, definitely when they get to the playoffs. And so I th- I think they're honestly going to be full speed ahead this week for the most part. Because I think they first took all, their foot off the gas a little well, with the Raiders. Here. Well, that too, but also I think Arizona's ass. So I think <laughs> even if it's even if it's their backups for the second half, I think they could still handle it because yeah. if I they win, the they're the second seed. Fourteen on them, like I, probably, probably. And I think, well, if they win, they're the second seed. If they win and Philly loses, they're the one seed. So right. they still have something to play for. Theoretically, you know, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Again, yeah. the just like you talked about how Philly needs the, the yeah, bye week. Well, why wouldn't Why wouldn't San Francisco want the bye week? Not that they need to get healthy, but yeah, they could. They could. Well, listen, you know, I'm Debo is banged up. Like you know, it's not right. Like uh, you know what? Need. That's fair. You, listen, you don't have to play Debo this week. You give Bosa, him a free. Bosa, you know, you want to ease p- players back in. You know, like from injuries. Like it's they they're yeah they're getting hot at the right time and they're getting healthy at the right time. But like nothing wrong with taking a break. Like you know. You get a free week and you get a free advance in the playoffs and it's a week off to get all your guys that much healthier. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, they, they know what they're doing in San Francisco at this point. They do. They do. And I, since I love these stats that I throw in at the end, Stidham through 23 or 34 for three sixty-five, three touchdowns. He's the only quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes to put three touchdowns on the 49ers this year. So that tells you how good that defense has been. Yeah, yeah. no, it's um, which is yeah. crazy, mm-hmm. which is crazy, They've and been consistently insane. It's San Francisco know. has won nine straight games. Um, and Does, Brock Purdy remains a the fun. legend. The legend. Go. Uh, I'm sorry. Listen, Problem. no, it's fine. The Niners were three and four, and you're like, listen, this team's overrated. And then they just basically beat the world, lit, lit the world on fire. Um, they have not. They've they haven't looked see, back. They haven't looked back since. Let's see. They 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 lost it. Yeah, the week one they lost to the Bears. Like, look at how fucking wild that looks. Right. They beat the Seahawks. Yeah. They lost eleven to ten to the Broncos. Like, could you imagine they take get one of those? They're they're like you know right now ahead of the Eagles, but you know then they go then they beat Rams, Panthers, they lost to the Falcons. I forgot about that. Chiefs, I expected, you know. So they had a kind of a, a weird up and down first two months, and then um, they went they beat the Rams, beat the Chargers, beat the Cardinals, beat the Saints, beat the Dolphins, beat the Bucks, 
beat the Seahawks, beat the Commanders. Like, then they right. went on a tear. They went on an eight-game winning streak, nine-game winning streak. So Crazy. they're nine and zero. Oh. So yeah. So in yeah. this game, you're ten and zero, oh, and going into the playoffs possibly with a bye. Pretty much. Pretty much. And the you know the Raiders are the dumpster fire. Jot you know. Buck jocks from Scaniels and you know whatever, but you know, cool. It's a piece of shit, but you know, we we need right, that he's, going. He, he's uh, gearing himself up to talk about shit right now. Oh, yeah, so. Sorry, he's All ready. Right. You can see from a fermenting. If, if you're the, ready, I just from from, the, from what the high from height one of the good mountain. thing to a bad thing, from yes, the positive uh, to the negative. Um, the floor is yours, Arthur. The Jets. Go for it, bud. Um. <laughs> Where do I start? Okay. So I'm not shocked that they lost to the Seahawks. The revenge of Geno Smith. I'm not. I'm actually, I'm not shocked that they lost. I am shocked at how shitty they looked in losing when their season was on the line. Um, Something tells me that Mike White is not is not 100% healthy based on the fact that apparently he went to not one, not two, not five, not seven, but like 10 doctors to get someone to clear him to play. I should this game not. too for this game too. Oh, no, Jesus. he went back. Right. So they read the report about last week. He went to 10 doctors. Nobody would clear him. Right. Right. He went back. And he still had to go to more than one. He still had to go to like I, maybe it was like six or seven. I don't remember what 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 the number they was. Really they really hate Zach Wilson that much. Oh yeah, they want They can't. Um, you remember? They just remember can't Dr. even. Nick? You remember Doctor Nick? Nick from, from the Simpsons. Simpsons? Yeah, oh yeah. That, that's your yeah. Hi everybody. I'm <laughs> Doctor. That's who yes. fucking clear. That's who would clear him. Um, God, that's scary. Isn't it? East no, Springfield it, Medical School, above the oh barbershop. Oh, oh God! Boy. So, so let's. Oof. So, so first I'll talk. So, just the, the game itself was sad and pathetic, and there's not too much you could say other than they played like shit. The offense looked like crap. Mike White looks like he's still not feeling. He's still hurt. Um, the running backs couldn't get anything. I am. I, 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 and this, I'm going to get to this. I think the play calling is, I think the Jets play callers, I think LaFleur needs to understand who the fuck he has on the team and who he doesn't have on the team. And he did not adjust to the fact that your star running back is out for the year and your quarterback is hampered and you, you don't know how to adapt to that, those facts. That situation and play the team that's in front of you and play the team. You know, they didn't play the team. They tried to play the offense the way that they want to play offense. They didn't play offense the way that would have possibly could have given you a chance to win the game. That's, I think, and that's a criticism of a big picture of, of Mike LaFleur is that his play calling is not Dolphins-esque in the way that you described, Kevin, where it's like it's the same fucking ten dozen plays. It's not that. It's just that I know what his overall philosophy is trying to be, especially with somebody who's, who he can really open the playbook up with Mike White. That's not the problem. The problem is that Mike White is hampered. You're playing, you're playing a Seahawks team who's giving you certain plays and you're not taking them. You know, there was a play, there was like 
don't remember what drive it was for the second or third drive. And I just remember it was like second down and they could have just, they were fucking, they run, run, the, run the ball on first down. They got, they got good yards Run it again. And he's like, no, I'm going to fucking play. I'm going to be cute and throw a screen screener or throw, throw a bubble screen. And you're like, but just stop, stop the madness. You, you've got the defense backing up. Just run the ball again. Stop overthinking this shit. So that's the kind of stuff where philosophically, I think the Jets are always going to be their own worst enemy when it comes to stuff like that, as presently constituted. Um, yeah, I'm fucking pissed that they lost. I was they should have been competitive in this game. I'm not shocked that they lost. I, you know, the, Geno Smith and the Seahawks are not a bad team. They're an eight and eight team. They they're competing for a playoff spot. So, uh, you know, the Jets were not us. The Jets are not as good as we thought they were when they were seven and four. They're not, they're probably not quite this bad um, as they are, as they have been the last couple of weeks. They're somewhere in the middle, which is where they're going to end up when all is said and done, you know, from, from with the schedule and, and what their, their record is going to be. I mean, they're going to be a, a round five. They're going to be a seven or an eight win team there, which again, is that better than it was last year? Yeah. It is. Is it improvement? Yeah. Do I feel good about it? I don't feel great based on, you know, our, our my the changed expectations after, you know, you beat you beat the Dolphins handily in October, you beat the Packers, you beat the Broncos, and then you beat the and then you lose to the Patriots the first time and you're like, All right, we gotta recover and we beat the fucking Bills at home. I'm you're sitting there going, Holy shit, we're a real team. And then the wheels came off. The wheels fucking fell off, and the the Zach Wilson experiment just fucking fell flat on its face. I saw a report today that was like, did Bill Belichick spook the shit out of Zach Wilson and ruin him for the NFL? You know, and and how much blame goes on Salah for the back and forth with Wilson and Mike White and the quarterback decision making, and is that ultimately a bad thing? I, I think I, that's a little bit overblown, though. Like I that- do, I agree. That on that note, I think that part is overblown because he's he's got to win a game, man. You know what I mean? Like he he's playing like he's coaching for his goddamn career. Like you know, I mean, yeah. And I think I I, listen my post mortem on the Jets season. I know it's a week early, but I don't give a shit. They they got knocked out of the playoffs. At this point, like I'm happy with the direction of the franchise in a very big general picture. It's improved. I'm happy with the fact that the they're not the laughing stock of the league right now. You know, they're not the Arizona Cardinals. You know, so no. that's I'm happy with that. They're not the Falcons right now. They're not searching for, you know, every fucking other position. They have no they have plenty of talent. How do I feel about the coat like do I give Sala a B? For the year, I give LaFleur a C plus because I think, you know, he did he was at times really good and at times he's been really inflexible with his play calling and how he ultimately wants to to coach. And I think that he's not the best option for, you know, developing young quarterback talent as a coach. But I also don't think that he's he's not stupid. He's he's a he's the nerd in the room when it comes to offensive playbook creation. But All there right. but Calling plays is an art form. There's a skill to it that he just doesn't have. He doesn't have the connection to the people the way that, you know, coaches of a bygone era, I think, have. You know, they don't they don't have that same connection. But that's my opinion. I um I think, you know, you get you get a couple of players back on you get um 
you get uh, I'm trying to think who was the offensive lineman that that got that got hurt. Um, Trying to think, uh, oh, Elijah um, Vera Tucker. Yes. So yes, Elijah yes. Ver, you get Elijah Vera Tucker, you get Brees Hall back, you get Mackay Becton, whatever Mackay Becton's going to be. Who knows? Wherever he is at this Even point. Here, yeah, we, you, you know, don't know whatever what he, he is. is but... You know, I think, uh, you know, you have yourself a, you know, you have yourself a good core of young players on both skill in skill positions on both sides of the ball. Um, wide receiver core, I think, is very good, and offensive line will be better again next year. I mean, the first nine games of the season, the offensive line was really good. It was it was a strength of the team. It wasn't the best in football, but it was good. Um, and then it fell off when AVT was was hurt, you know, and you had Ed Fant and, and Dwayne Brown was what they were not 100% for most of the year. Um, they back and forth, but you know, that's, that's, that's my assessment on, you know, as a postmortem, I think, what do we, what do the jets do from here? Do they go for car? I mean, I guess like, I don't fucking know. Like, I, I don't know if, I mean, yeah, I think it's time for the jets to trade for a, a veteran whose name is. What do you Brent do in the Favre. draft though? Well, they're going to be drafting like 14th right now draft. NFL draft. I literally just had Tankathon up. Hold I on. have it. I just opened it. Hold on. So the Jets, Jets right now are draft would draft thirteen. Yep. They that's their prediction. Seven and that they're going to go seven and nine. Um, they have. No, that's where they are right now. They are. That's seven where they are. Right, they're thirteen. Right, but their but Tankathon predicts them to go seven. Oh, they're right. They're seven and nine. Right, right. So, so they're going to be somewhere between thirteen and. You know, fifteen, depending on yeah, depending Washington on if they Pittsburgh. win or lose, right? So, you know, what you know from um, you know, do you go right now? Tankathon says they're going to go for an offensive tackle, Broderick Jones from Georgia. I think that's a good, not move. a that's bad a good, move. That's not a bad move. You know, if they can move up and get. Um, Skronsky from Northwestern, who I think is the big, he's the big tackle that's out of this draft. Cool. Right. But they're not getting Bryce Young. They're not getting no, Stroud. No. They're not getting Levis. So, like, that's, I think drafting another quarterback is not, is out of the question at this point. Um, do you want a, do you want a receiver? Do you want to go? No, I want, like- I would rather, tr- if, if you're, if you don't think, if you don't get Jones or like, if you don't get Jones or maybe like a, a good defensive lineman, I, I I I trade out. I trade down and go get another wide get a get a wide receiver in the twenties, the high, higher teams or the twenties. Get amass amass some more picks and just keep building building from within and and bring in talent. Um, you know they're they're a little thin. It's you know they, they they could do better with the safety position. They could do better at the linebacker position outside of C.J. Mosley. Um, so if you want to, you know, they, I think they could maybe even draft another edge rusher on defense. But you know, 
I think their offense, if they could figure quarterback out, which I know is a huge if, they're fine. Like their offense can score 28 points a game and their defense should be able to limit you under 20, 20 points or less, but their defense needs more depth. I think that's that's the one thing, the way that Saloth runs his defense. They need to be able to rotate 60 linemen in, you know, and and have five good linebackers that they can rotate in, which they just don't. Outside of Mosley and outside of a couple of guys, they don't they have three good linebackers you know, and they have four good defensive linemen, you know, you know, it's, it's, they, they don't have the depth yet. Once they get that depth. Okay. Then maybe they're going to be a formidable top five defense. That's, that's their next step. But I think you have to go car and I'm not loving that, but car is a better option than anything they have on the roster. And yes, car is better than Mike white. Shut the fuck up. Anyone who does who doesn't agree with that. That's, <laughs> that's an asinine statement. People are are, are we done? Are, are, are we done with the, with I'm the not done with Mike Michael? white, but it's just, I I'm okay. Replacing him. Who am I replacing him with? If it's Derek Carr, fine. I'm not like, I'm not. I'll be honest with you. It's not hard to replace a two and seven starter in the NFL. No, exactly. And it's not, you know, it's not hard to replace. It's not hard to replace that and somebody who's flesh in the pan. Like, I'm not like, that's fine. Like, you want to, you want to tell me that, um, I'm trying to think of like all quarterbacks who start, you, you know, he's basically Taylor Heineke, you know, in Washington. Like, yeah, you know, okay. Like I like no. Do I want Matt Ryan? No. Do I want Andy Dalton? No. No. But like if you told me Matt Stafford or like I don't want Jacoby Brissett or Nick Foles. Yeah, like yeah. it's the same shit. You know, but like <laughs> you know, Kirk, but like if Kirk Cousins is available, yeah, I, I'll take Kirk Cousins over that. Like, like I know Kirk Cousins has limitations, and like Kirk Cousins, you know, has never been on the the. Kirk Cousins has had Dalvin Cook and has had, you know, Justin Jefferson and Alan Deal- Adam Thielen. Like he's had talent around him. I don't think he's ever had as good of a defense as the Jets have, but he's always he's had good defenses before. Very good defenses. Um I don't know. Like I, I, I think when you're looking to the future, I think that's the only that's really the problem is that like I don't have a problem replacing Mike White. It's just with who and ha- what's the ceiling and what's the deficiencies. Well, Cars are your only really your real only option. I think at this point, I don't know how or Garoppolo. You know, if Garoppolo decides to hang it up in San Francisco and, and get out, which right. you know, I don't. I listen. All joking aside, is Brock Purdy really the fucking long term solution in San Francisco with Trey Lance? Like you think that's your your camp goes Trey Lance Brock Purdy next year and Garoppolo's traded or released somewhere else? I don't. It all I depends on how tra- how Trey Lance heals. Yes. The other thing too is you, honestly with the Jets they're gonna have to get their locker room in order because if they do move on from Mike White there can't be like some insurrection, you know, wearing Mike White T-shirts be. and chanting Mike be. White because I'll be honest I'm gonna be honest with you it's ridiculous you would think that this guy was fucking Peyton Manning like the way I think we that's I think that has more to do with the fact that they just. They didn't like Zach Wilson. They don't like Zach Wilson presently. And they it's not that they were sticking it to Zach Wilson. They just wanted to let Mike White know that don't worry, Mike. If you end up being the guy, we're really going to back you, dude. Don't worry. We're with you. Like, as a not as a dig at Zach Wilson, more as a just a we want everybody to know how we feel about Zach Wilson. I guess. Like, it's just It just seemed embarrassing where it's like this guy is – 
is two and six or two and five. Nobody. I know. Yeah. He'd been cut 15 times and we're like, oh, that's Mike F and white. Really? He had one and a half good games and then he's, he hasn't won anything for you guys. I know. Like, no, I listen. He's, I know he's, he's like, I said, he's been a, he's been a better option for us than other quarterbacks. Yes, and and, and you solved sure. it in house, and you didn't give up draft picks to bring someone in. What I'm just saying is, like the the, the amount of standing, if you will, for Mike White is borderline embarrassing. It's a little because si- it's, it's silly. Yeah, you're right. Because it's like, what did this, what has this guy done? Like, you know, and this this is coming from the guy who probably would have ran Daniel Jones out of town, you know, yeah. uh, not that long ago. Yeah, but there's honest. a reason for that. Yeah, but so what? Like there was, but you, but you know it's funny though. With... But you know it's funny. You hear Jet fans going, "If Daniel Jones was on the Jets right now, they'd probably have three or four more wins." Which is, I think, is a silly statement. I don't necessarily agree with that. Do now, if Daniel Jones plus Brian Dable and the coaching staff of the Giants, and yes, maybe, maybe, maybe. It, it, there's a lot of factors that you can't just plug and play, and I understand that. I also think too. When it comes down to it, and you, you talked about it a little bit, Brees Hall going down really exposed Zach Wilson a little bit because now the focus is on him. Because let's be honest, the running game did not pick up the slack like it did. Like Michael Carter was, it was not as good as he was last year. No, and you know, Michael, Michael Carter, Carter is a backup, is a second guy. He's always been a second guy, and I think. But he played. He played like a starter last year. And it just it wasn't the same this year, you know. They had, I, and I also think Elijah Vera Tucker going down was a really oh, big I'm, loss. Absolute, absolutely, absolutely. I think I just think the the injuries at some point got too fucking much, and you also got, you know, you also got you hit the meat of your schedule after after Halloween. Like, right. I think that right, was to put obvious. up or shut up times, and and this is, and that's what happened. You know, the problem is Sala kept the receipts and it's all sales final. So, yeah, J-E-T-S-U-C-K. He's got to stop with that. He's got to stop with the, you know, the one liners and the stuff. The us against the world shit. I know the yeah, you fuck like it's, you know, that that every team is every team is us against the world because because Harbaugh did the same shit with San Francisco. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Shut up. Like, like. (laughs) Like just 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 go out there and play. I know. And let your play do the talking. If you're that good, you're gonna get the respect around the league. Just shut up and play. Just win. Just win do the I know. He's he's got an attitude, and I'm that's the one thing that like, dude, win a Super Bowl before you get that attitude. You've been here for ten minutes, you've you're you're under five hundred. Like, shut the fuck up. Uh Uh-huh. No, I'm, I'm. I don't disagree. I'm okay. And if and if if they want to fire Sala and go in a different direction, I'm not. I'm not I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think, think they, they will. will. I think it's. I think they're going to give him one more year, but I think he's on the hot seat next year. They got to make the playoffs, you know, come hell or high water, and they got to even probably look good doing it. They got to win, you know. It's it's got to be ten or eleven wins and get in the playoffs and look good doing it, not like sneak in, you know, at the last second like the Packers. Like if they have a season like the Packers next year. And yeah, even if the Packers get in by the skin of their teeth, I think they're fucking. I think he's gone. You know, right? It might be, might be, because someone's got to step up. Someone's got to, you know, take the next step. And because this team has some talent on it, and it's you can't let it atrophy. You can't waste. You can't waste good rookie contract talent like they have right now. They have too many guys with too many key positions on rookie deals that 
the time is now for them to really take the next step next year. So, right. But fuck them. Fuck this franchise because this is the shit they pull on me every goddamn year. And hey, hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And, you know, they they tear your heartstrings out. And listen, I could go on about how I think, you know, the real problem with the Jets is the fact that I think somebody named Woody Woody Johnson keeps making too many decisions. But, you know, uh, you know, I I don't know. I, I think, you know, unfortunately, you know, until he stops owning the team, you're going to have the James Dolan syndrome with the Knicks where it's like, you know, it's just too, he's too involved. He's making too many decisions. You know, he was there when it was like, fuck him, pull him. Let's go. Mike White's selling tickets right now. Mike White's putting us on the back page. You know, Woody Johnson was in on that. You know that. Uh, And that's a problem. But that's, ah, man. That's how that goes. It is, and it's been. Don't how be naive. You know that that's how they operate no, in, in the and, Jets organization. And, and it's yeah, it's it's how it's been <clears> since <throat> Chad Pennington and Vin Testaverde and. Oh, Chad! I would give I would give my fucking left nut for Chad Pennington to be my quarterback. Right now, noodle arm Chad Pennington. No pre 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 surgery pre torn rotator cuff Chad Pennington. Got it. You know, what? Team, you know he had a mind for the game. He could have been a good quarterback. Pennington? Absolutely. Yes. What? Yeah. Listen, Absolutely. remember when he beat the Colts in, in 03 in the playoffs? Like they smoked him. That was yeah. that was the highlight of his career right there. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm. Farm. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <clears throat> there it is. Listen. Are you okay now, Arthur? You got it all out. I'm just I'm just so fucking frustrated that like no matter what. Like, of course, like the Jets and the Giants have both sucked for like half a decade now, right? Like six, five, six, seven years. Six years and since the Giants made the playoffs. Six years, and and so and and six years since, and I think it was around the same time that Fitzpatrick almost took the Jets to the to playoffs when they lost in Buffalo in Week Seventeen. I think it was like the year before. Yeah, and around so, the like, same time. And so they were competitive, right? They were. That was the last time the Jets were even competitive. And of course, like the year that the, both the Jets and the Giants figure quote-unquote figure it out like the jets have to still be the shit shitheads and like they're still the ones that like half-ass figure it out but you know what nope we're gonna tear your heartstrings out and we're gonna make you think we, we figured it out and then nope we didn't fucking figure it out that's someone's the part that kills the, me someone's got to be the league shitheads it might as well be the jets fair no it's got to be well Jag, you, you know what's it's the jaguars or the, see you know what though it's either the jags or the browns the browns like yeah but the browns have deshaun watson like you know, I know it's I know. It, it comes with baggage at this at this point, but like they I'm have just, they have a this fucking century. Yeah, I'm, I know that, but like they have a fucking quarterback that at least like baggage. Right. All things, all things, all things being equal, Deshaun Watson is probably still in the top, top half 10. of uh, yeah. top half of the He's league in quarterback, quarterback. play. Yeah. Give him a full season of. You know, training camp and a full season worth of reps. Like this season was a throwaway year for them, no matter what. It's all about next year and how he responds. That's fair. So, so well, we I feel I feel better. I feel a little better. I'm, right, I'm still depressed, but you know, that's why uh, the God invented beer, right? Exactly. But listen, that we'll move on to the next one, and you can pile on with me about how shit the Vikings are, despite being the, probably the third seed in the NFC. Like. There. I mean they're bad, but like they're just they're like doing 
It's a good team. You you wrote it in the preview in the recap. A good team that sucks. You're you're absolutely correct. Right. They're just like, so they, good. Good bad. Like they're they're, good, they're literally the Titans like of last year, number one seed in the AFC, and they just poop all over themselves. Like I just don't understand. They're, they're in a really bad division though. Well, I shouldn't say that. The Lions. The they're in a division where in the beginning of the year the Lions and the Packers played like absolute trash and underachieved, and so like I think. Right, and they took advantage of that. Yeah, they took advantage of that. And I think the Packers woke up and smelled the coffee. The Lions woke up and smelled the coffee a little bit. And you know what's even worse about that whole thing? The Lions are four and one in the division. The Vikings are three and two. Right. Right. So like, you know, they 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 did their they did their damage, what do you call it? Out of uh division. Out of division. Yeah, you know, and not and non-conference play because non-conference <laughs> play. The Vi- no, seriously, the no, Vikings like are five and zero against the, basketball <laughs> against the AFC, but the rest of the divisions two and three outside of the conference. Right. So they handle the games that, in a way, don't matter, but they won. They're undefeated against the AFC, where everyone else is under five hundred, and that's the difference. Right. So, That's, I mean, listen, they they beat the teams on their schedule in front of them when they course. played them. And, and so, yeah, sometimes it's luck. But like, you know, it's um, it is what it is with them. They're not a good team. And I think, but you know, just think about how dead Green Bay was at four and eight. And they, they literally they literally held ju- the leading wide receiver, probably offensive player of the year. To one catch for 15 yards. Most shocking thing that has happened in the last month in the NFL. <clears> I mean, are you kidding Justin, me? How Justin Jefferson had one fucking catch against the Packers in, I mean, in a very important game for, for the Vikings. I mean, right. kudos to freaking Jair Alexander. Though. He's playing he, out of his mind the last he couple fucking, of weeks. He, yeah, he, 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 che- he cashed, he checked, he cashed a check that he wrote. He, he wrote a check. He, did. he, he did wrote a fucking $20,000 check and he fucking cashed it. And it yeah. was, and it, he it told didn't everybody. He said, "Hey, I'm." It was a fluke. Well, I mean, he showed that they're going to learn today. Yeah, that was amazing. But Green Bay was dead to rights, man. They four were. They were four and eight. They've won four straight, and they, they had, might make I the playoffs. It, I think in that when they were four and eight, I think they had like a seven percent chance to make the playoffs or something like that. They did. Yeah, I'm they sure there's, there's like, probably a graph. They have like yeah. a 70 That's exactly what it was. It was. It, it was. You are absolutely correct. It was seven percent. Crazy. Now, now look at it. Uh yes. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's how that's football. That's football, guys. That's, that's football. football. <laughs> I, I understand. Uh, oh God, fucking Jets, man. <laughs> He's still. Uh, he what still are you gonna listen, listen? Listen, listen. It's over. It's done. Like now, you just when we preview next week's game, we can talk about who you want to see play, and then just put a bow on the season, and then throw it in the trash compactor. Like it's done. I I don't I don't yeah no I know I just like I just want. I want it to be over. Like I didn't want it. I'm glad. I'm glad it was. They were in a playoff hunt until the second to last week of the season. So I guess like that aspect of it is pretty good. Um, but yeah. Fair anyway, move, I don't want to. I don't want to belabor the points. Moving on. Rams Chargers. Go ahead. Uh, the Austin Eckler show to see the 
very least. Basically, what a fucking machine he is. Well, thank God I wasn't playing him in fantasy. <laughs> 122 yards, two touchdowns, and he got that 100th reception of the year, which puts him in uh, Mount, air. Mount, Mount Rushmore territory. He's the fifth yeah. running back in league history to get 100 catches in a season. So, you know, Chargers are on their way to the playoffs. Go Chargers. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, not much to say. The Rams are kind of just running out the string. Eckler leads the league in Eckler leads the league in total touchdowns with 18, 13 rushing, five receiving. And listen. Do you think the Rams uh, are going to be good when Safford comes back next year? Or do you think they're going to be like this middling team again? I don't know because the problem is I don't know if they have a draft pick for like the next 10 years. So, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. like, they would have had the sixth overall pick this year. So, like, they don't have that pick. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't really feel like looking too far ahead, but like, you know, I don't think they have, they don't have many picks coming up. No, so they're going to have to use free agency. They're going to have to be wise with the cap. You know, they got a lot of, got a lot of questions to answer. You know, they, they sold their soul last year for the Super Bowl and they got it. So now chickens are kind of coming home to roost. You know, they lost 11 games this year. So, Puts them in, what do you call it? They tied for the most losses by a defending Super Bowl champ, which is kind of crazy. Because usually, yeah, even in the really days of... They sold out big time. And listen, listen sold it. their they, starting quarterback got hurt. Like, Of course. But even still, when he was in, the, their offensive line was trash. Like, they really missed Whitworth. They miss Whitworth. Allen Robinson is done. Like, you know, Cooper Cup going down for the year. Like... Yeah, you can't. You can only sustain so many injuries. And right, I'll say this about the Chargers: I'll believe it when I see it with them. They got to win a playoff game because they they've blown too many games. They've been too inconsistent. They should be better than what they are. So I'm glad they're I, making the playoffs. Justin Herbert's a great quarterback, right. but I I I, I want to see it when I'll see it when I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. But. Um, it's but what the on the flip side of that, the Rams had the eleventh loss of the year, ties the most by yeah. Super Bowl it's it's uh, it's, no. it's insane. It just shows you where how far they've fallen. They sold out, and now that's it. It's they, and now, like they, I said, the chickens are coming home to roost. It is what it is. No, you're right. you're you're absolutely right. Like it's it's just sad though. Like I I don't know what. If you had to put your finger on it as far as like what exactly went wrong, what exactly do you think went wrong with that that organization, I guess? You know what I mean? Because like eh, they sold the yes, soul. everybody. <laughs> yeah, a lot, like, old, you... a lot of old veterans, a lot yeah. of injuries, a lot of a combination of a lot of things. And again, you traditionally you try and build through the draft because it's more it's kind of like building through your farm system in baseball. It's more economical. Like sure, you know. Mm-hmm. You you try and win on the quarterback rookie deal because you can always it's, take the fifth year option. You don't and you don't have to pay, you know, like you know Dak Prescott forty million dollars. Like right, you could you, spread the money everywhere else. Right. Fair. The problem is right. they did that and they spent the money on key players and they they lost key players and their quarterback got hurt. 
Like, right. and they lost and they gave a bunch of draft picks to get where they are. So they'll be okay next year, but they're not going to re- they can never replenish with rookies. So they're not re- f- putting in replacing talent that they're going to inevitably lose. No, they're never, they're never going to get back to the point where they were. They're never going to, I mean, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I don't foresee them ever coming back to the point where they're battling for a championship again. Like, no. I think they're too far removed from that. So I have it right here. This year's draft coming up for the Rams. Okay. They traded their first rounder to the Lions for that was Matt Stafford. They have their second and third rounder. Their fourth rounder was traded to the Patriots for Sonny Michelle. Their fifth rounder was traded to the Browns for Troy Hill. They own, they have three six rounders. They have their own, one from the Packers and one from the Titans. The one from the Titans is for Robert Woods. And they have their seventh rounder. So they have a second, third, three sixes, and a seventh. Now, they could get creative and, you know, Package move, that some, and start flipping, move right. some shit around. You know, here, here's two sixes for a fifth. or You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but that's it. Like, they're never going to. They're not getting a first, second, or third round pick. Right. And now, again, looking forward to the 24 draft, which whatever, things can change. But they have everything. They have one through six. They have another sixth rounder from the Broncos, but they traded their seventh rounder. So that's that. But more importantly, this year, they only have one, two, three, four, five. They have six picks, no first, no fourth, or fifth. Yeah. That's rough. You know, do you trade your second, second and third to move up to the first? Probably not. You need that second and third round, and you got to get creative scouting wise. No, they, they, they keep that. Listen, you keep that, and you just you, you, you replenish your depth at that point because that's really what it comes down to. Is they're, they're gonna move, they're gonna have no depth at any position, right? And second rounders are starters, like, you know, yeah, maybe like your second corner, but you know fine who cares like that's what you want and maybe your running baby or that could be your running back of the future you know you get in the second or third round okay cool like that's important right or you draft a project quarterback in the you know the third or you know you never you never know yeah so the rams are not in trouble but it's going to be interesting to see how Les Snead works works his magic in the front office i could also trade away somebody like you know, they could they could trade certain players and get draft picks back over the years, but that's going to take. Of a course, while. but it's going to take a while, and it's not going to be easy. So, all right, the last game of the week. This was actually a pretty good game. Surprisingly, it was. surprisingly, yeah. It was, surprisingly, it was but not surprisingly, I feel like these games are always good. Yeah, Steelers, Steelers, uh, Ravens. For some reason, like. It's like it's like Yankees Red Sox in some ways. Like it's like yeah, you know, you know throw the records out a bit. Like you know, kind of like I hate that. That's so fucking cliche, but it's it's true. Throw the records out. They they played a good game. Steelers you know, un, unexpected expected to lose. The Steelers I expected them to play well and be close, and um, I thought that Tyler Huntley could squeak it out, but they couldn't. <laughs> But you know, you know what you're going to get with these type of games. Like you know, it's going to be smash mouth football. You know, it's going to be 
it's going to be close and it's going to be two teams be that are going to punch game, each other in right. the mouth. Yeah, you, you know what you're going to get. It was a typical, and, and John wrote it in the in the rundown, it's a typical rivalry game between the two teams. Score, low scoring, physical, and it's going to come down to some wild ass play in the end of the game. Like that, and he pick it found Najee Harris, which I think was the best thing John wrote. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like you sit there and you're like, uh, you know, where well, oh oh, I have a running back. Oh yeah, oh, okay. I mean, like the the man might as well have been in witness protection for the past couple of weeks. Like, found him, like found him, and seemingly found him at the right time because suddenly their playoff hopes are alive and they have a shot of making it. But it, yeah. <laughs> what what can you really say about it? You know what I mean? As, as you, if you asked me two months ago if the Steelers were going to be in the playoff race, I would have said no. And I think it's a testament to Mike Tomlin doing Mike Tomlin things. And by God, if he keeps that streak alive of non-losing records, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I think, I think he can like realistically, like back to truck, like, should, I know, back to I know truck up is, for him. This is jumping ahead a little bit too much, but like, I think it's realistic. Like, I don't think it's, it's out of the realm of possibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's not. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, the fact that they could beat the, they could beat the Browns on Sunday, but, um, yeah, no, it's, um, it was a really good game. It was back and forth and it was smash mouth and, you know, and Pickett made a couple plays toward in, in this, in the fourth quarter, they scored 10 points and they, they squeaked it out and, and, you know, Tyler Huntley got exposed as a real backup quarterback and he's the right quarterback to have as a backup to Lamar, but like, he's not, he's not even close to Lamar's talent. And I think that that's readily apparent. And I think, I think you're seeing that the fact that the talent around Lamar is he, he messes a lot of ills on that team. And I think ultimately you're going to see they're not, they're going to be a one and done team in this, this playoffs. I, I agree with that. Like it's, I hate saying it, but I'm not shocked by the Ravens loss uh, just because of the way that we've seen them kind of, come together over the past couple of weeks like like you said i mean without lamar at quarterback they become a one-dimensional team and you really see that he's the one that makes that team go um they do they absolutely do need him to get healthy in a hurry or they're they're in trouble they are in Mm -hmm. trouble real fast Uh, even if i think he comes back and gets healthy and and they you know (laughs) Who are they slated to play right now? They would be if the season ended today. They would play. Oh wait, I just had a playoff picture. They would be playing. Da, 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 they'd be the six, so they'd be playing uh, the the two. So they'd pl- they'd probably pay play the Bills or the Bengals, depending on what they the league does with that. And and they don't beat either like that. That's they don't beat either of those teams. Yeah, they don't beat either of those teams. Um, so, you know, they could, you know, if they were playing like the Chargers or the Jags, I'd say, sure, they're in that game. They could win that game. But no, they're playing Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals. They're not fucking winning any, any. They're not winning that game, no matter what. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, they're playing the Bengals. So, yeah, they're not, they're not winning that game. 
Um, no, so I'm, and that, six and, and I think I think we've seen that. I mean, it's arguable, but I think the Bengals are the class of that of that division. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I I, I think the Ravens are in that same grouping as like the Tennessee Titans where they're good, but they're a little bit overrated and overinflated as far as like what people think of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I think that they, they were a product of, again, a a division where the Bengals, you know, started a little slow and they took advantage of a, you know, of a slow start by the Bungles. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, they, they are going to get exposed for what they are, and that is a mediocre team. Right. Yeah, I, I um, agree. I think, well, no, I just, like you guys said, I think the Ravens just, they're good, but they're, they're they've mid. lost games this year. They lost games this year that make you shake your head. Like, yes. You're like, how'd <clears> you lose that? You had the, you had right. it in the bag. You know, they should be where the Bengals are right now, which I granted, I know is only one more win. Um, yeah, but, this late in the year, one more win is might as well be ten. Huge. Like, right, it's huge. They could you know, you be thirteen and they could be thirteen and three right now. You know, the Ravens instead of ten and six. Like, they there's two or three wins out there that they left on the table. That there's you know four. I think there was there was a, a graphic where it was like there's four games that they had the lead going into the fourth quarter and they lost like massive right. leads in the game. So they lo- lose a one score game to the Dolphins in week two. The Bills in week four, the Giants in week six. Right, the uh, the Giant game, that's right. Jacksonville in week 12. So all their losses except the Browns, they lost by 10. So that's, you know, two-score game. But uh, Steelers last week is a one-score game. So, like, you know, all their losses are one-score games. So, like, are they that bad or or is just – you know, because their wins aren't, they're not really blowing anybody out in their wins. So, like you said, they're just, they're very okay. They're, they're meh, as you said, you know. Yeah. Eh. They, uh, they, I can't get excited mediocre. for them. I, I honestly, I just want the Bengals to win the division because honestly, the Bengals are a better team. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, ultimately, the Bengals deserve. They 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 got hot. They figured it out. They got they got going. They got the the guys healthy that needed to get healthy. And ultimately, they uh they uh they did what they had to do. And they they got hot and they're taking control of the division. And they 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 need Lamar in a hurry though, big time. Yeah, they do. And it's you know I was I was saying before you know they're probably they're playing the Bengals right if season ends today they're playing the Bengals so like. That they're not winning that game. They're not beating. And if it was the Bills, they're not. If the Bills fall to three, you know they're not winning that game. And if the the you know so so it, it ain't happening. Like it, it's like it, it ain't happening for them. Um, no, no, absolutely not. So, anywho, um, news around the league. We went through obviously you know things that you know with Hamlin and, actually, and all this. Actually, stuff. I yeah. want one more thing with Hamlin yeah. that I I just saw come across. His jersey is actually the number one selling jersey on Fanatics right now. Get out of here. And Fanatics has said that all proceeds will go towards his toy drive charity, which is now at approximately $5 million, I think. Wow. Something like that. Yeah, no, he, there was, it was millions. Yeah, they went, remember it was like $10,000 to like 
a million dollars in one night. It was nuts. I want to. I think. Hold on. Where did I see it? I saw it somewhere. I don't know where I saw it, but I did. Whatever. But I, yeah, I, that's just good stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only other news. And I added to the rundown mid uh, stream here oh. that apparently they did come up with a time for uh, Bengals Ravens. It's going to be at one o'clock. Oh, interesting. On, some, okay. on Sunday. Well, they were waiting for last night's result, uh, Monday night's result. So when that didn't happen, everything was kind of in limbo. So, so I they guess just put it at Monday, Sunday at one. Yeah, that they makes figure sense. Sunday at one. The Bills play Sunday at one. The Ravens play Sunday. Uh, the Bengals they play Sunday they at one. Put it. You know what they should have done? They should have put it on Saturday. I know this is a stupid point because they only played a quarter of football. It's not like they they like if they're from a physical standpoint but they got they're all fucked up emotionally they needed the extra day yeah it was a no Monday I, night game yeah you got you got to give until sunday that's true yeah that's yeah true. I, I'll, I'll let the i'll let that pass listen that's sunday fine. that's true you know sunday one o'clock window whatever so um i think uh before we move on to next week's games or this upcoming week's games um you know, we talked about a bunch of injuries. We talked about news. We talked about Kingsbury being on the hot seat. Um, any other coaches you think, um, you know, on the hot seat? You know, I don't think Josh McDaniels is going anywhere. No, um, not in the first year. I would have said LaFleur if the Packers didn't turn it on. Um, yeah. I would have said LaFleur. I'm, hold on, let me pull up the standings here and let's talk about who's bad and who's not good and who's good. Let's see. You think, uh, I don't think just by you division. Think Ray, you think Rabel's on the hot seat with the Titans? I doubt might it. Be. I doubt it, but he. It, I'd say it's warming up. Um, I'd say it's warming up. As far as the Dolphins, I don't think their coach is going anywhere. I don't think the Jets' coach is going anywhere. I think uh, Panthers will obviously have a new coach. They already fired their Panthers. guy. I'm just run- yeah, I'm just running down the divisions here. Like Bengals, Ravens, no. Pittsburgh, Steelers, no. The Browns, probably not. Uh, Jacksonville, Doug Peterson, he just got there, and they're He's actually fine. about to win. They're about to win the division. Vrabel in Tennessee, maybe. Jeff Saturday and the Colts, probably not God. coming back. He's but gone. he's an in- but I can't say you fire an interim coach. Like you know what I mean? Like they're you just, just don't there retain to retain him. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, but I count him a little bit because they already fired their coach and he's been yeah. there long enough now where it's like he is he himself is an impact. Um, Lovey Smith in Houston, probably not. It's his first year and they're trying to build something over there. What are right. they trying to build? Who knows? Uh, Chiefs, so, no. Chargers, no. Raiders, probably not. Well, they were Bron- Broncos fired Hackett, so there you go. Yeah, I guess we've already lost. I don't think we're going to lose too many more coaches, is what I'm just trying to think. Like, the only thing I could see is if, and, and the Cowboys have clinched a playoff spot. See, here's the thing so about like, the Cowboys. I'm, I'm so glad you McCarthy, brought this up. This is like the most interesting thing because they're, they're, they're 12 and 4. They like they've gotten twelve wins again, and like yeah, they didn't win the division, but like okay, yeah, but he, yeah, but he, well, they're they're still alive in the division. That's the thing. I know. So like, Eagles lose this week, they win. They fucking so, take so, the division. I know. So like, so Which is so silly uh, so, to me. Let's so let's just run run down the rest of the NFC, and then we'll come back to the Cowboys. Eagles, no. Cowboys will talk. Giants, definitely not. Ron Rivera in Washington, maybe, eh, maybe. 
they're not underachievers, but they're like not good. So I don't right, know. they're not. Yeah. So maybe uh, the Vikings. No, Detroit definitely not. The Packers. I would have said yes, but they've come on as late. The Bears. Yeah, mm, uh, I, I think doubt you gotta it. Give them another year. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, the Bucks probably not because they won the division. The Saints probably not. The Panthers are gonna find someone else. The Falcons, uh, Arthur the Smith, f- Arthur Smith. Smith. He'll get another year. You know, with a rookie quarterback basically starting the last three weeks, like he'll probably get another year. Uh, the 49ers, I don't know. No. He's, been, he's on the second year. You know what? There's a lot more coaches. He might get fired, Smith. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe the 49ers. Uh, no, the Seahawks, definitely not. The Rams, it all depends on if McVay wants to come back. They'll come uh, back. He's not. And then, and then we talked about Kingsbury. Maybe Kingsbury, I like, think, is gone. I think it's pretty safe to say he's gone at this point because I well, think he just lost that fucking team way too early. Well, I'll put it to you this way they're t- four and 12, 0 oh and five, and so, oh and f- uh, I'm sorry, six straight losses, uh, one and eight, one and eight at home. Just, just not good. So, yeah, you're probably right. Years of underachieving, I, I would agree. But all right, so let's get back to the Cowboys. Will they fire Mike McCarthy? If they lose in like traditional excruciating fashion in the playoffs, they might. Like how they lost last year on a you know a quarterback sneak with you know five seconds to go, and they thought that would work. I think they might yeah. fire him. Right. But if they like maybe they win a round and they move on to the divisional round, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. The Cowboys are weird because it's all about how Jerry Jones wakes up. Well, like, and did he take his meds that day? And is his son, does his son have the stones to tell his dad to sit down and shut up? Um, that right. Day? Like, you yeah. know, I, you're right. You're right. I, I think ultimately, I think if they don't win the division, if they lose in, in, if they lose their first playoff game, I think he's gone. I think if they win, I think if he wins that playoff game, no matter where he ends up as a division winner or not, I think they. I think his job is safe. I think they are expect. I. 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 I think Jerry Jones is trigger happy. I think this. To, the team has the talent to win a Super Bowl, but they've they've definitely underachieved. So it's I possible. Think, I mean, they'll probably play the 49ers in their first round. You know, if everything stays the way it is. So. I don't know. <clears throat> I really don't know. No, I'm sorry. No, they wouldn't play the 49ers. No, they would play the no, Bucks. They would play the Bucks. They would play the Bucks. They play yeah. the Bucks. They yeah, play the Bucks. five plays the four. Yeah, five plays the four. So that's a very winnable game. They play the Bucks in Tampa. Of, of, yeah, they could. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that's they have a winnable a, game for them. Right. Interestingly, if they if they get if they win the division and. Would they get the one seed or the two seed if they win? The let's just before we preview the games, let's go down okay. to it. Why okay. not? Okay, sure. Um, do the NFC first since we're talking about the Cowboys. So, NFC number one seed by in home field, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the Eagles clinch it with a win or a tie. Cowboys loss or a tie. 49ers loss or tie. Okay, 49ers clinch it with a win and the Eagles loss. And the Cowboys okay. can clinch 
with a win, an Eagles loss, and a 49ers, and a 49ers loss, or tie. loss or tie. Okay, so the Cowboys can theoretically become the one seed. Yes, so the Cowboys if- could go or the two. So they could go from they could win the division but be the two is what I'm thinking, right? So they could go from playing the Bucks to playing um, to plays the seven. They could play the Seahawks. Which would actually be a fucking tougher matchup. They could, or they could play because the they won't play the Giants. Right, right, because they could win the they could win the NFC East, but not be the number one seed. Right, they could the number one seed because because if the Eagles if the Eagles tie and the Cowboys win, which is weird, they could actually be the one, two, or the three because of the Vikings. Because the Eagles, if the Eagles lost, the Eagles would be 13 and 4. The Niners win, they'd be 13 and 4. The Vikings win, they'd be 13 and 4. And the Cowboys win, they'd be 13 and 4. So you'd have four teams at 13 and 4. And the Cowboys beat the Vikings head to head. Right. So the Cowboys could also, the Cowboys would never. Would never be the no. Three they no can't be what. the three. They have to be the yeah. They'd have to Two win the, the division. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. If right. they win and the then, division, they couldn't be the three. Right. No. Okay. And then if you All want, right. if you re- if you really want to get into the weeds for the seventh for the last wild card spot, Packers get it with a win. The Lions get it with a win and a Seahawks loss or tie. Or they tie versus that like this. It's just so many ors. Yeah, and there's ends a bunch and, of tie scenarios. Yeah, I don't look at the tie scenarios unless it's necessary. Um, you know, Seahawks. You know, whatever the Seahawks can clinch it with a win and a Packers loss or tie, or they tie and the Rams whatever tie and loss whatever. It's just basically just win the damn game. Like that's what it comes down to. Yes, and see what happens. Packers have the Packers of the fucking destiny, which is insane to me. Yes, they win if they their win there, right. if they win they're in, that's it. It's that simple. Um trying to think. So we could talk about these upcoming games. We got two Saturday games, no Thursday, no Mondays. So we got two Saturdays, a four o'clock window and an eight o'clock window on Saturday, which is nice. Which is nice. So Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs, big I, oh, the Chiefs I, not a double digit favorite. Holy shit. I updated these as of like twenty, maybe like an hour ago. All right, they're, so, they're solid. Huh. I'm not even going to open it. Open up a different window then. So well, the only one that the only biggest jump I saw was the Vikings opened at minus four at the Bears, but now Justin Fields is out, so that's a set. They're up now. They moved up three and a half points. I uh, I take the Bears, but uh, whatever. All right, so Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs at Raiders. I think Chiefs have everything to lose they need that they want that one seed i don't think they cover nine and a half but i think they win i think, they I think win. the legend of jared jared stidham grows and uh here we go and i think the raiders playing out the string you know we'll see what happens it's it'll be you know i think the chiefs will stomp them you know by 20 probably but who knows i wouldn't bet on it just because that's the way it goes chiefs by no, if I would I would stay away from that game. Maybe you know throw in a, you know, an Maybe anytime touchdown from someone. But yeah, I would not touch that game. Honestly, and then no, this game, uh, this game, this game, the next one should be the good one. Titans and Jags. Titans and Jags. Jaguars favored by six at home, which is that's a big number. I would not. I'm kind of surprised at that. I take Titans plus six. I would. That, I would. That basically shows the Titans have no pride. 
That's fucking right? bullshit. It's right? for the like, division. It's for a playoff maybe win. Hold on, maybe but, I messed that up. Let me look real quick. Hang on. Okay. Maybe I messed that. Maybe I messed it up, but I doubt it because I'm always right. Uh, let's see. Saturday. <laughs> give me the. Give me the. Now yeah, six. Yeah. Six points. You. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. I, I'm taking the Jaguars on that one. Taking oh, the Jaguars geez. and the points. Jesus. Listen, it's all there for the Jags. Win and you win the division. Knock the Titans out. Knock them into the phantom zone. You know, just be done with them. They're not that good. Just be done. You know? It's wild. I mean... Crazy. What What do you guys think? You, got, you taking the Jags or you taking... Um, I'll be honest with you. If the Titans lose by more than six, that's embarrassing. Especially yeah, even, on the the ti- ro- even on the take road. Take the Titans plus six, and I take the under. It's a division game with the division title on the line, and you're telling me that you can't cover six points. And I would take four. I would the the over under is thirty nine and a half. I'd take the under. Yeah, this could easily be a a fourteen ten game. game. Yeah, this is a twenty. This is a twenty to seventeen game, easily. No more. Like, but I take I take the Titans. Jags win outright. Got to see if Derrick Henry is healthy. That might be the factor. That might be why it's a bigger line. Is Derrick Henry healthy? Let's see. Derrick. Tell me, Google. Henry. What's the story with the Buccaneers? They're four. They're locked in at the four. They can't go anywhere, right? He's expected to play. Okay, good. So, yeah, take the Titans. Take All the right. Titans. They'll they'll and just they'll take keep it points. close, but. Yeah, yeah, but I think the Jags win by three. Okay. Moving on to Sunday's one o'clock games, Bucks at Falcons. Oh, you know what it was? Josh Dobbs is making his second start, not Malik Willis. Mm. Whatever. Moving oh, on. Right. No, ta- no Tannehill. You're right. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, but with Derrick Henry, they'll ride him. The He'll, they'll yeah, they'll probably close. they'll probably give him you know a good chunk of carries. So, yeah. all right, Bucks Falcons, Bucks Falcons, Bucks um, Falcons are favored by four in this game. Oddly, and now nah, it's at home. Bucks have nothing to play for. Um, right, I, I the expect four. them to. I fully expect them to play a half and pull their guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are they um, good enough to beat the the Falcons though? Even doing that. Um, maybe. No. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably but not. The That's why the Falcons aren't for shit either. They're they got a bunch of backups and right. They're, they're running out their rookie quarterback. So and, I guess, you know. but like it's a coin flip. Who knows? Right. I would say I don't know. I would say this is a game to stay the fuck away from from a betting perspective. Well, honestly, a lot of these games are. Because, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, this is not a week to bet lines. This is a week to stay, do some prop bets, and stay away. Um, Pats minus seven at the Bills. Um, I honestly, know, I like I'm, I'm, I'm. No, I'm sorry, I screwed that up. Is it Bills minus seven? I was going to say that's got to be Bills minus seven. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was screwed, about to I, say. Yeah, I Bills are minus out. seven in that game. Uh, I take the Bills all day. Yeah, I think the Bills. Minus seven. I think the Bills are going to 
depending on the news of, of Hamlin, which I know is a fucked up thing to say, but like I think they'll still handle their business. Yeah. No, no matter yeah, what. I, I I think they'll come out motivated. I think they'll play for Hamlin. And I they'll, they'll think the, the Bills are co- if I think no matter what happens with his health, I think they're they're now my favorite to win the AFC. Just honestly. Like I think after that kind of experience if they win one playoff game, they're going and they're winning the Super Bowl. I'm just that that's that's my feeling that's right fair. now. That's fair. Um but yeah, no, I think Pats are Pats are playing for a playoff position, but I think the Bills are just gonna smoke them. The Bills are not messing around anymore. Well, again, with that Bengal game pending, they still have stuff to play for. Right. 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 They still have to win and probably win again if they play. I can't see them playing that game though. I don't I don't know. I know we beat that dead horse. Um, yeah, I take the Bills, and I think they'll. I think the Pats are going to get smoked in this game. End of story. Right. It's an unwinnable game for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way they're winning that game. Uh, Vikings at the Bears. Vikings minus seven and a half. We mentioned Fields is out. Um, this line opened at minus four for the Vikings. Yeah. I hate the Vikings. I. Don't I would take the Bears to cover, but not win the game. Not the win, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with that. I think the Vikings are just the Vikings are basically locked into their playoff position ish. Like they're not going to get the number one seed. Most likely, they can't because they 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 just can't. But they can still they can move up a spot. But I don't think they really care if they're the two seed or the three seed. Like that's I think they're pretty much locked into the three more or less without some crazy shit happening. Right. So they're not really going to play. I think they're just is going to be an ugly slugfest game. Nobody's going to care. Um, you know, take the Bears and the points. Um, I agree with that. Ravens plus seven at the Bengals. This is another interesting one. Um, I probably wouldn't touch this game, but I, I think either. the Bengals are. I think the Bengals are going to. This is like a field goal I'll four take the point Bengals game. The points. Oh, Tyler Huntley's still playing. Yeah. Lamar's not back, right? I don't think so. No, um, Lamar Jackson. Health. Let's see. Still, still unknown. As of well, that was two days ago. What happened to Lamar Jackson's health? He died. Uh, not he has not returned to practice today, so probably right. not playing. Uh, I take the bang. I take the Bengals. I'd even take the. I take the minus seven. I would. I actually right? think they would. Yeah, win. like it, I would it, take them. I think they're gonna. They're gonna take care of business, and I I don't I wouldn't take the Ravens on the points. This especially at at home in Cincinnati, they don't have to travel yeah. this week. You know, that's I think they're gonna. It, it's gonna I think be they're, they're it's one of the hottest teams in the league. They've they've been, I mean, before Monday, they were essentially, you know, one could argue as hot as anybody in the league. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, and you look at the Ravens, and the Ravens have just been falling apart. You know what I mean? We've said it all. We said it for a couple of weeks now. They, they are one-dimensional and they're reliant on Lamar Jackson. And it's still, you know, it's it's how far can he take him? Right. And the that running game is, for lack of a better term, it's not always there. It's not consistent. So it's not a real running game. It's a Lamar Jackson. 
game book playbook and fair but i mean like there there are games where uh what's his name jk dobbins gives you 100 yards or gus edwards gives you 100 yards you can't right. count on that like you don't know no you can't because the like it goes back it goes back to the michael vick like playbook you can't why does the running back get the lanes that they get? Because the, the defense is to spy on the quarterback and that, that takes away a defender in the box. That's going to plug up, you know, the running lanes. And so that's why it works from that perspective. But like, you know, that's so inconsistent and you, it's not a, it's not a real offense to, to game plan around. So it's just scary to me. Like, I don't think like, especially if he's not playing and he's going to be cold, Going to go no like Lamar next week no yeah no 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 they're not winning a playoff game they're not winning this game it's it's not happening right I'll take that so moving on we got uh, Texans minus two and a half at the Colts does anybody care about this, this is game? The, no this is a toilet bowl take the Texans just for shits and giggles remember how I said that what was it on Christmas Eve. For Christmas Day, you're only going to watch because it's on the TV. Like, this will be – I'm only watching on the red zone check-ins, and then I couldn't care less about this game. Because <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing can change, I don't think, for draft position here. I think the Texans are locked into the top pick no matter what. Right. So this game really is of no consequence except for pride. What's What's that? <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. No, let's go to more important things. The next game, the Jets and Dolphins. Ooh. Yeah, so it opened as a legit pick'em. It's amazing. I love it. Zero love spread. So, that. by all means, boys. Uh, well, the Dolphins are got to win the game. Jets don't give a flying fuck. So, yeah, so who's, I... your, who's your quarterback here for the Jets? Who would uh, you start? Who would you start? Honestly, oh, I... uh, you know what Mike White is. You know what probably uh, what Steamboat Strev- Steamboat Steamboat Strevler is there. Oh my God, Steamboat! Steve, more like steaming pile of shit. Um, yeah, that's 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 just my nickname. That that's not that's not an official nickname. Um, I mean, I like it though. You know, I mean, do we really need to see Zach Wilson? Do you want to just, you know, just for shits and giggles one last time? Like, hey, kid, can you prove that this isn't a mistake? But like, are we going to change our opinion fundamentally on Zach Wilson based on this? Probably this not. No. Probably. So, so then, Mike, no. so then but, I guess Mike White just started. Then is Mike White going to be kept? So the question is: Is Mike White going to be kept in the building next year to compete for the starting job? If the uh, answer is no, hope. if you the answer hope. is no, then start Zach Wilson so you could hopefully showcase him to say that we've reclaimed. Try and him trade and him for a, and try to trade him. Otherwise, trade him for a fifth rounder. If Mike White is staying in the building, you fucking play Mike White and you let him, you let him do his thing, and maybe you Fair win enough. the game and you spoil the Dolphins. The Dolphins' chance, maybe. I mean, who the fuck knows? Can the Dolphins still? Get, they can still get in. Yes. Yes, of course. They, they need a win and help. They yeah. need a win and help, but they could still get in. They can. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. With a win and a Patriots loss, 
at the Bills, which yes, might happen. Which is not out of the fucking question at all. It's not out of the question, but no. Not Listen, it's a one point. It's a one point game where the where the Jets are favored on the road. So you know, right? Let's, I don't we'll, love let's it. see what happens. No, I don't love it either. I'd probably stay away from this game. I don't love it, and I don't love it if only because... I, I I take the Dolphins in this game. To be perfectly honest, Dolphins I the plus Dolphins. one. I, I yeah, and obviously that means the Dolphins win outright. Um, right, yeah. of course. Yeah, I take the Dolphins to actually fucking steamroll the Jets. Dolphins, ah, yes. Dolphins are at home. Let the <laughs> hate flow through you, Arthur. Let the hate flow through you. Yes. No, I, I, that's a that's actually a fairly objective take on on my part. I I don't think I think this, the Jets just don't have anything to play for. So the Dolphins do. Like I think it's like they're gonna fucking they're gonna win. I just the question is by how much. I agree. If, I mean, the, if the Dolphins win big, does that make you feel any better going into the playoffs? And they make the playoffs. Does that make you feel any better, Kev? Hell no. Hell there no. you go. Hell so then no. it's a team I'm, you should I'm smoke, still, no matter what. I'm still, I'm still going to be bitter about this damn team, no matter what happens. Like, <laughs> right. That, that's just being honest with you. Like, like you, you could have had such a better season and you could have been in such a better position, but it's, I don't know, man. Right. Mm-hmm. I I feel like they've weighed it completely. Like, I'm sure you feel the same way about the Jets. Like, had the Jets made it and had the Jets gotten into the playoffs, it, it would have been a completely different story. But yeah, how- I mean, like again, expectations changed as the season went on, and I think going into this year, if you told me the Jets would be have seven wins, maybe seven or eight wins, how would you feel? And I would have said, "That's pretty good. That's that's an improvement." Yeah, but not a not the a question six would have been, How does right. how does Zach Wilson look? I would have said, "Oh, how does Zach Wilson look? Does he look like he's the guy? Like is he starting to show you some more signs consistently that he's your he's a starting quarterback? Not this steaming pile of fucking cluster fuckery. Like no. So right." And also no. the record of six and three at the time, like you were, you were rolling. And you beat the and you beat the Bills, who were you know right. the Bills, and you're like, oh shit, yeah. But like, it's been downhill since then. Anyway, I don't. Dolphins it, should win this game, honestly. Unfortunately, like they like, it, it's they they should win this game. They probably won't though. Like. <laughs> You really think the Jets won't. are gonna win this fucking game? I love here? how the two of you are like, "Yeah, my team blows. I'm not gonna." <laughs> right. I just, it, it, I'm just it, it, sitting a, back here and enjoying this. This isn't. This it, is absolutely it's a, enjoyable. It's a, it's a battle of whose team sucks more. That that's that's what it. Right. I mean, you just two, you you like pumping two, each other up. Like, oh. No. Is two are playing in this game. No. Probably not. So then. I, I mean, know. it's. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see. Listen, I'd be super happy if Mike White lights it up for 320, four touchdowns, you know, and fucking smokes them. And that would be great. Do I have confidence? Do I have any confidence that that's going to happen? No. Like, there's like no shot. I mean, he might. It's like he he definitely might against that. Kevin, be reasonable. Against that Dolphins defense? It's not. It ain't happening. Man, we'll still see. the man's still living living with three broken ribs. Let's be real. He can go for three. 
he can go for three. Go for three. <laughs> he can go for. Oh, he can go for God. three. I guarantee he goes for three for three hundred yards against that defense. Your lips. Starts, yeah. Your lips. All right. All right. Moving uh, on. Too much talk about. Moving that. on, so we don't hate ourselves more. Uh, the no. two, two eliminated teams. teams. Nobody cares. Moving on. Eh, this is just the battle of pride, really. See it's... if the Panthers. I, I'd probably take the Panthers here. The Fighting but, Darnolds. Um, yeah, because yeah. this. Sam Darnold is auditioning for his next job, so yeah, that's absolutely. Fair. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, like. Uh, who knows what De- what Dennis Allen's doing with his his time in New Orleans? You know. Yeah, they could be playing. Uh, they could be playing backups for shits and giggles at this point. That's another place that the quarterback fucking no more Drew Brees, and it's a clusterfuck. Yeah, well, you they should have saw that coming. Huh. It, I I agree with you, but you know, like it's it, it was either Andy Dalton or Jameis, so. What like? I understand. You you, you you weren't really like living with good options to begin with. You know what I mean? Like you right. were. Although, no, no. although, although, I'll... if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Andy Dalton. To be honest with you, like Red gross. Rifle. Wow, that is gross. I don't gross. think you're wrong, but it's gross. <laughs> That's a statement that has to be made. I mean, would would you have rather have taken Seamus with you know the eating the eating the freaking uh, wins or whatever the hell it was? He's a dumbass. He's so stupid. Like he's just so dumb. Like yeah. there's no way that he's a competent quarterback in this league because he literally is a moron. Like he's so dumb. He's so happy. A lot of these guys are just smart enough to play quarterback. That's the but thing. Like quarterback is it's it's not that easy. Like I know you gotta be I, fucking smart. I understand, but you know, I don't know, man. I, uh, anyway, Panthers by a million. Go go, Darnold. Panthers by a million. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Browns at Steelers. Honestly, I think the Steelers win this. They win this one for coach. Yeah, keep that nine and eight spirit alive. His uh, under five hundred record alive. God, what I would do to have Mike Tomlin coaching my team. Now, do they get in though? They Uh, might. They, I wouldn't bet on it, but they might. Well, I deleted the whole thing, but hold on a second, because I'm a moron. Uh, Uh, They're behind the Dolphins, so they're basically they're. The Dolphins have to lose, and the Patriots have to lose, and they have to win. I I would imagine that that's the that's, that's the scenario doable. here. That's all very very doable. Right. If the Dolphins yeah. just need the Pats to lose, the Steelers need both the Pats and the Do- and the, the Dolphins to lose. The Steelers to clinch the seven seed need to win, and the Dolphins to lose, and the Patriots to lose. That's what I thought. So win, Dolphins loss, and a Patriots loss. That's eminently doable. Kevin is correct. All possible. I don't hate it. I'll tell you that. I don't hate it. As much I don't as know I if I would bet it happening, but it's, I wouldn't bet against it. I would, I, I've uh, seen worse. Give me, give me the, I want to see if there's odds on that. 
I want a FanDuel or a DraftKings what? those odds for what? on for what? making the playoffs. Person like chance to make the they playoffs. Probably, they probably won't take bets on that now. Uh, too late. Yeah, it's too late. Alrighty, Although so... the pool, the, the betting pool is small, <laughs> so it's not. You never know. Yeah, uh, but moving on to the four twenty five window. Chargers and Broncos. Does the, do the Chargers clinch the playoff spot? Right, they don't need a. They don't They're already win. in. They don't Chargers need to. Are... They, but they could win. They could win and move up. You think? No, they can't because of the five. They can't. They can't win and move up. Yeah, I don't. I think I've... they're locked into the into their spot. Doesn't mean I... that. Well, maybe they're not. Depending on if the the Ravens win. Do they own the tie? No, they own the tiebreaker over the. Yeah, no, they. If the Ravens win and they lose, then they move to the six. But like, that's a home. That's a difference between playing at home and playing on the road. In in the first in the first round, that's about it, though. Right? No, the right. four and the no. five. I'm sorry. No, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. So they're playing right now. The Chargers would play Jacksonville, or they would play the Bengals. If they were the six, that's the difference. Right. So I guess you would rather play the Jags, but like you're traveling either way. So whoop de doo. They probably won't be playing too hard at this point. So right. yeah, you gotta remember the top four seeds are the division winners. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I know. Right. The, the so no way the NFL.com what... has it, they don't show it that way. They have like in the hunt is the four seed is shown below in the hunt. It's stupid the way yeah, they it's, do it. Yeah, that's dumb. So yeah, I, no, I, they... I gotta take that off. Yeah, no, the Chargers no matter what it'd be on would be what do you call it on the road on the road so yeah so they, they're probably not too concerned who they play at this point it's it's the Bengals or the jaguars i mean i guess they prefer yeah, the jaguars either, but they're not either way it's a road game. game i think they win this game though anyway yeah pro- oh definitely yeah i think they win no matter what now the next game is an interesting one that line is that line is ridiculous insane. Now they're saying Jalen Hurts might play. The Giants literally don't lose or gain anything by winning or losing here, so nothing changes for them. Um, that being said, fourteen points is a lot. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess if Jalen Hurts and the starters play the whole game against the second stringers, is it possible? Sure, but I don't know. I don't know. It's tough to say. Like, the Giants have nothing to play for in this game. I mean, are they going to play a quarter? Are they going to play a half? Are they going to play, you know, three quarters? I don't know. What does Dayball want to do with them? Do they? Does he want to? Yeah, probably play a half. If they're right? in the game, listen, he, you know, but you never know. He might be like, oh, let's play. Like, you know, if they're in the game. But what if the play. game's cool? Yeah, what if it's, you yeah, know, 14-10? You, you know what I mean? I don't know. If, they get, if they're losing big or they're winning big, he'll probably They'll probably pull starts. But if they're yeah. close, he'll just play, play it out. Right. You know, you'd rather be hot and just going in, you know, and just, you know, on, you know, and if you win, you win. And, you know, but at least you gave it your all. You're right. I agree. The... I would definitely take the Giants plus 14 if I had to bet. <laughs> yeah. If, <laughs> so I, if I had to bet. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, outright. Do you think the Giants win outright or no? No, I think the Eagles do. I think the Eagles do. They're still the better team. Like let's let's not let's make no mistakes here. Like they're still the yes. better team. Yes, that's fair. Even even if uh, Hurts doesn't play. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because they have AJ Brown, they have Devonta Smith, Miles Sanders, like you know, you gotta yeah. remember the Giants secondary is not exactly the greatest. They've played well, but you know they're gonna they get are where, there. they are where they are. Like I'll give you that. You know, okay. It's the next game that's gonna be interesting because the 49ers have the one seed to play for. Yeah. I don't fourteen I and think, a half. Yeah. No. It's, no. It, that's a that's a rough line, yeah. No. I don't like 14 and a half. But... No, I wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't touch that. I mean, Cardinals, God, no. They're bad enough that they might lose 30, 30 to 2, like 30 to 6. Like, right. Like, this that's could be like impossible. a really. Yeah, like, it's, I don't like it, but. I don't like it, but I might. I might ride that. Worse. I might do, I might throw five dollars on that just to see, like, like just to see just if I can keep make it six. Just to just see to if I can make seven dollars. <laughs> right, right. You're minus one ten. You know, five dollars is a four fifty <laughs> win. Yeah, exactly. Profit. Yeah, why not? Why not? You know, whatever. It's all good. It's, it's yeah, a safe bet. Give me, give me some money. Yeah. Oh, that's some. That's fucking lines. Uh, yeah, yeah I think I think 49ers roll, obviously, because they still have something to play for, as we've as we have said. Right. I don't see them. I don't know, man. 14 and a half is a lot. I see them winning, but not by that much. Not by that much. No. no, no, no. Like you're you're t- you're talking two touchdowns like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. All right. And uh, Rams, Rams at, at Seahawks. Seahawks. Nobody cares, man. Yeah, I think Seahawks. No, wanna... Seahawks has something to play for. They're still in it. They're 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 in, in the wild. They're in the wild card hunt here. Seahawks win this See. game. No, no doubt. Rams. Is Seahawks can for. Seahawks can clinch with a win, and a Packers loss or tie, or a tie. And a Packers tie and a Commanders loss. All right, so whatever. Basically, they need to win. The Packers to lose. And the Packers to lose. There you go. That's it. And they're in. Yeah. Packers just have to win. If the Packers lose, the Seahawks can get in and so on and so forth. Yeah. So. Seahawks should win, but I don't think they get into the playoffs. I think that. Uh, I think the Packers win. That should have Packers failed. actually beat the Lions this week. Sad to say. I think Aaron Rodgers reminds people why he's not a shit box and why he was an MVP. Unfortunately, not a unfortunately, shit, not, not a shit box. Of a football player, human being, that's a different story, right? Hell of a football that's player, terrible human f- being, terrible human being. Next. Finally, almost finally, Cowboys at Commanders. Uh, well, the Cowboys Howell. are playing. Playing for the number one seed. Yeah, and Sam yeah, and, Howell's and is Wentz start. playing again? No, no, Sam Howell is the guy who's going to start. <clears throat> That's right. That's yeah, right. Cowboys. But I'll take the Cowboys. Cowboys, thing. Yep. Cowboys by a million. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, dude, I, I don't. Yeah, I think that that Riverboat Ron has seen. Um, Riverboat Ron is his his boat has run ashore. Do yeah. you think he gets fired? It's possible. Ah, uh, he could. That team I is think this, fucking I think, underachieved. I think this quarterback situation this week with Wentz and then going into this Sunday with you know the, the backups backup starting, uh it's a little 
little shaky. Yeah, I <clears> think <throat> they. Uh, I think plus, like they, I said, if the, they lose the, and lose spectacularly, then he might get fired. The Cowboys have stuff to play for. Right. They clinch the. They could clinch the one seed with a win. Eagles loss and a 49ers loss or tie, which is, you know, it's possible but not likely. It's not so much that their win isn't likely. It's I don't see the Eagles losing and I don't see the 49ers losing. So it's so that's so much, but they still win the division with a win and an Eagles loss, which is crazy. It's nuts. It should never have come to this. The Eagles should not be in this position. No, I know it's injuries I mean, are part of the game, but Jesus Christ. Who they were a one loss team until a couple of weeks ago. Like uh-huh. I know, I know. But the Cowboys are smart. They kept playing. They didn't suck it, sit there and say, oh, no, you know, we're going to settle for a wild card. You know, we'll do what we got to do and just just get to 11 wins and we'll be fine. 10 wins and we'll be fine. No, they said, fuck it. Play the string out. See what happens. Right. And then last but not least, this game was flexed into Sunday night. Rightfully so. Lions and Packers. Plus four and a half Lions. It's a weird line. I I hope that. I, I would hope to God that you know we would see the Lions win this game, but yeah, they need a too. they need a they need a fuckload of help, dude. Yeah, they do. They, they do. need a lot of help. They have to win, and then uh, if you really want me to do it, they need the Seahawks to lose or tie versus the Rams, or they need to tie. Seahawks lose, or tie and the Rams and Seahawks tie and the commanders to beat the Cowboys. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no. They need a fuckload of help. They need a lot of help. You're right. It's, it's more likely that you're going to get the, uh, the aired Rogers, uh, Showtime special comeback comeback victory of the year. Right. Because all the, all the Packers have to do is win. So if they win, they're good. Right. I, I'm just not theoretically. I'm not ready for the Aaron Rodgers goes for 400 yards. <sighs> bullshit. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know what it is. This, this. Uh, I think this Detroit defense might be could be had a little bit. Got to see. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be like 30, 27, 35, 20. You know, 35, 30 kind of game. It's going to be a yeah. A, a, I could see that. What's the weather supposed to be like in Green Bay Sunday night? Probably cold as balls. That's a great question. Let's it's see. Middle. It's early January. Not minus four. Let's go. Not minus four. They average. Let's see. Detroit average giving averages giving up about three hundred and eighty-three yards a game. Two hundred and sixty-three passing, one hundred and twenty-nine rushing. You know, and they average giving up. Let's see. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's their offense. Let's see. Excuse me. You're excused. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. My bad. Let's see. Where the hell are they? Yeah, Detroit Lions stats. Yeah, uh, so they Detroit give up. They give up an average of 398 yards a game. Right. Yeah. Uh, 265 passing, 149 rushing. And they've given up a lot of points. They've given up 411 points. 
My which God. is like third worst in the league. Yeah, their defense ain't good. So they can be had. Yeah, they can be had. Mm-hmm. They've scored 52 touchdowns and have given up 50 touchdowns. Right. So, so, they're scoring, so their scoring margin is probably <clears throat> their field goals are pretty are 22 and 22. Yeah, they're uh, they're uh, they can be had. Their, their right. scoring margin is almost even, which is why they're eight and eight. So I don't know. I I think Packers win this game, unfortunately. I don't it's, think they're they're worth anything going forward, but I, I yeah, I think they get in, unfortunately. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Well that'll be the last week of football, boys, until we hit oh, the playoffs. And then so well also we have, you know, the Bills Bengals game pending. Results pending, pending. Yeah, whether or not it's going to be a week 19 or, or, or what the, the plan That's is so, there. So bizarre. Whatever yeah, there's, there's no, there's literally nothing come out about it. I think they're going to play this week. Maybe have something on Friday and then, you know, play this weekend and see what happens. Probably. Tough to say. No, it uh, I mean, you got to do it quick because the longer they put it out, like, Team's got a plan for it too, logistically. That's 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 true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, this story we were talking about earlier today with uh, yeah, real quick, real quick, we got some guys involved with domestic disputes here. Anybody yes. want to, uh, you know, not <laughs> kick the shit out of their wife? So yeah, I, I so probably I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't yeah like let, let the full disclosure yeah. let, let's I before didn't. we start talking about domestic violence nobody here kicked their wife no nobody uh, in this nobody on this podcast yeah no but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as hard as it may here. seem I know yeah, as difficult as, as that may sound hard as it may seem nobody kicked their wife uh, but no um, U.S. men's national team coach uh, essentially. Greg Burhalter uh, has been blackmailed uh, for an incident that happened about 30 years ago when he was 18 and 19 years old with him and his wife, uh, Rosalind. She got into a heated discussion with her about 30 years ago, and in that discussion became violent and kicked her in the shin, as a soccer coach is wont to do. Um, I, th- I My first reaction to that was, well... It tracks. Yeah, <laughs> For, right, right. If like, he's gonna, if a soccer it. player is gonna be violent, kicking, he's, kicking yeah, the, the 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 kick, person, oh, the victim is, is the way to is the way it's gonna be done. Ideally, now, yeah. Like, like I, I wouldn't expect him to throw a punch, but kicking that that one, uh, not okay. Now, but now it it's sense. confirmed. By the way, Kevin, it was confirmed that um, the the best part about this drama is that. Um, Raina's mother, Raina's mother came out and confirmed that she was the one right. that that so brought those who, brought this phone. Yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, Claudio Raina, uh, Gio Raina's dad, and uh, essentially Bert Holter's best friend and a former U.S. Men's National Team player himself, uh, sporting director of Sporting Kansas City, uh, NYCFC at one point. Uh, now he's the sporting director of Austin FC. Um, pretty much 
like one of the guys when it comes to the U.S. Men's National Team. Like his voice carries a lot of weight. Um, was the reason why Greg Berhalter even got the job in the first place because he basically anointed him and pointed at him. Um, came out and wasn't very pleased at the fact that his son didn't get much playing time during the World Cup and the fact that his son was essentially bad-mouthed and trashed as being low work ethic and not really providing any sort of like uh, gumption when it comes to the World Cup and training and so on and so forth and had an ego. Uh, dad essentially said, you didn't play my kid? Cool, I'll ruin your career. And essentially came out and knowing his best friend's history, came out and said, well, he kicked his wife 30 years ago. Um, his wife... Just like, what? Yeah, his wife That's also crazy. confirmed it. His wife also sent out the you know, messages and they've been essentially doing all they can to ruin the man's career. Um, wild, you know what I mean? All like, because they mad that their son didn't play. But isn't that isn't that such so a, soccer? What a soccer yeah, parent thing to do? Yeah, isn't <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say? Isn't that such a soccer parent thing to 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 have happen? Like, isn't somebody isn't that somebody we... on Twitter um, who was it made the comment that that's like that's what they teach parents to do? Right. Yeah. Like in this the United is... States soccer. Like, oh, good, we're teaching the world about how we do soccer here. Right. Like this is this isn't new to me. You know what I mean? Like this is this is very very much a. Uh, a U.S. soccer problem, and you know, it's it is what it is. I mean, you would hope it wouldn't have come to that. You know, what I mean, with somebody like a, uh, you know, uh, you would have hoped it wouldn't come to that with somebody like a, a, a Claudia yeah. Arena. That essentially, you would hope that hey, like this man has been such a figurehead and such a a voice in U.S. soccer. You would hope that he wouldn't be the guy to do something like that, but here we are. You know what I mean? Like now, it's now a thing. But what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, let it play uh, out. See what happens. But I, but who, are they going to fire him over this? Now? You think? What's up? Are they going to fire him over this now? Uh, they're they're going to make a they're they're going to make a stink over it. They're absolutely going to make a stink over you think it. Claudio yeah. puts himself in on that coaching staff at some point. Uh, that's that's the rumor. The rumor is is that he he wants his his shot at it. Or how many fucking times are we going to have the coach's son on a like again? Again, it's going to happen. We can't um, keep doing this. Oh, they they can keep doing it, and the, the, you know why they can keep doing it? They can keep doing it because there's nobody else. That's the reality right. of it. There's no one wants nobody... to. No one wants. No one wants to be on the U.S. men's soccer team coaching staff. Right. Like there's no, because no... It's, first of all, it's a very volatile job, and you're under it's the a dead end job. It's a dead end it's, job. It's not dead end. It's just a step. It's a stepping stone. No, it for... is. It is. It, no, John. John's right. Like it, as, as much as I hate saying that, it is a dead end job because you know that there is. It's a thankless job. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yes. Like you, you, you essentially know how far this game is going to get you. Like you know. You know, essentially, you're going to make the round of 16, and that's going to be the end of it. Like, you're right. you're not going to go further than that. You're not going to like the the chances of you making a semifinal are slim to none. You don't have the talent. You you have players who think they're entitled to to their spot or 
entitled to whatever the hell that is. You know what I mean? Like they they believe that they have spots pretty much birthright to them. And yeah, it, I, I, I get it. I just, I don't know. I just, it's a weird fucking, the nearest U.S. soccer is such a weird fucking cesspool of wacky shit. And it just never ceases to amaze me, I guess. But like, we should be like coming out of a World Cup and we should be coming out of a World Cup with like positivity and no, never good feelings as hey, well, we made it out of the that group. Didn't last, that didn't last yeah. long, did it? No, it didn't. <clears throat> uh, you know, you, you would have thought, hey, we made it out, we made it out of the groups, we did, we're all right, we're in a good spot, you know. Kids are all maybe right, you know, maybe yeah. we can we can get some positivity coming out of this and and where are we at now we're essentially nowhere in a scandal and looking at the fact that we now had to appoint some no name assistant coach to run our camps for the next cycle like right just when you thought this team might be taking the next step blah 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 the whole thing, and now why, you know, why are we so bad at this game? That's all I have to right. know. Why can't we figure I mean, it out? It's it's mind blowing. Like we have all like we have all the opportunity to to go out and and actually put forth a legitimate team, and we just we can't get out of our own damn way. No, I I don't I don't understand it's it. It's insane. It's insane. It's actually insane. Dana White. Tell me about Dana White. Uh, Him too, uh, huh? Yep. Yeah, so again, I'm going to preface this by saying nobody on this staff meets their... This podcast. This brain trust. This brain trust is... We love the women here. Uh, we do. But, um, we, certainly, we definitely do. I can't... I. I, I just... What is it with today and just the negative news, you know? I agree. Crap at his wife on, uh, I believe it was New Year's. He was at a Las Vegas, uh, got mad at him for God knows what, um, slapped him on the face. And then as you seemingly do when you're demon white you say i can slap you harder and he slapped her back um hey like there's not much to say there <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like it's yeah there's it just, is what it know, is i slap you you slap me back yeah this was a tmz special so you know i mean you know it's hilarious that, that the uh the founder or the promoter of the Power Slap League is Power oh, Slap his wife in the face. Stop. Stop. I love it. <laughs> I mean, is he not? I guess he so. He, he was I'm bring... watching the video now. He, he was gonna oh, bring... God. He got aggressive. Wow. Well, she yeah. smacked him, but like she she drunkenly was like, ugh. Hate you, and he like wailed, wailed her multiple times. Him. She, she swatted, swatted him is the right word, and he smacked her like yeah. unnecessarily, bro. He swatted her. Oh, uh, she swatted him rather, and he freaking he he threw a right cross to the face. But <laughs> that that's the reality of it. Yeah, um, open. Yeah, that's pretty right bad. Cross. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. But so. I mean, look. 
this is the same guy who at one point said you can't come back from it if you hit your wife and then he allowed greg hardy to yep be a freaking fighter for him same guy who allowed what's his face uh conor mcgregor to throw gates at buses and become a nuisance same guy who allowed freaking warhammer or whatever it is to beat the shit out of christy mack so yep what a a world what a world man but like this is who he is like are are we surprised at is i guess is my question like no no, the, we're not surprised that the man who basically has made his entire fame and fortune on people who fight and, and creating leagues of fighters in like super violent fighting. Um, yeah, no, we're not. We're not. Uh, we're not surprised. I'm, I just find it amazing that like it's 2023 now, and we're still hitting our wives when we get mad. Like I don't. I don't understand. Like how hard? Just I know. Especially you're like you're a public figure, like you're in the public eye. You know, you're in the public eye. Like, what are we doing? You want to argue, argue and argue in private. You can't do that. You can't do this shit in public. Nope, no, you cannot. But you're hundred, you're hundred percent right. Hundred and ten percent right. Like there, there are ways to go about it, but so. Well, anywho, boys. I think that wraps up all of our stories. Anything else we we have <clears throat> urgent needs to discuss? And I, I had something, but I forgot. I had something, but I forgot. So it's really not that important then. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's good. I saw a picture. If you go on TMZ, you could see a picture. TMZ Sports, you could see a picture of Cardinals. Um, Rondale Moore shows off a gnarly pinky injury where his his mm. pinky on his left hand is basically at a right angle. Um, after oh. the first, after the first joint, um, wide receiver Rondell Moore, um, Pinky is pretty busted up right now. It's pretty awesome. So if you like gross shit, there you go. That's yeah, my, I was going to uh, say you and I have. A, I was going to say right. you and I have a different definition on. Uh, Listen, my awesome. wife enjoys uh, Doctor Pimple Popper too much. I've, I've become numb to that shit. <laughs> that, that is also, that is also accurate. My wife is also uh, two of them together. It's disgusting, folks. Dr. Pimple Popper lovers out there, I don't judge you. I just, I don't know how you do it. Good for I don't you. judge you. I'm just amused by you. I'm just amused yeah, by that, that, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I, I don't, I don't judge you, but silently, I'm judging you. Silently. Uh, I'm judging, I'm judging all of you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, so, on that note. On that note, fight. boys. Good night. Good night, guys. Have a good one. And Have thanks a good for night. everybody. Thanks, Take Belgium. it easy. <laughs>